Namaste Jai Hind welcome to another edition of ANI podcast with Smita Prakash Today we shall discuss Pakistan I know many of you will say that why Pakistan we should be focusing on China China is our main adversary and not Pakistan But let me tell you Pakistan is a potent military threat to India even when it's down and out So today my guests are super special because they know all there is to know about Pakistan I have with me Tilak Deveshwar and Sushant Sareen, two domain specialists who have appeared on the podcast before. Tilak Deveshwar is an author of three books on Pakistan and is currently a member of the Indian National Security Advisory Board. He worked in the research and analysis wing before superannuating. Tilak Deveshwar and Sushant Sareen have appeared on several panels discussing terrorism and Pakistan. Sushant is with the Observer Research Foundation. He's written extensively on Pakistan and appeared on TV debates. Sushant is an avid user of social media and his take on India's strategic challenges is sharp and insightful. But before I begin my conversation with my two guests, here is a short primer on what happened in Pakistan in the past week. I know many of you would be aware of the events that are unfolding out there, but for those who don't know, here is a short primer. Pakistan's former prime minister and legendary cricketer Imran Khan has been arrested. He's expressed apprehension that he will be assassinated. He's also warned the people of Pakistan that the country is hurtling towards economic and political chaos. And in the week before that, the foreign minister of Pakistan Bilawal Bhutto Zardari was in India. to participate in a conference of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization the first Pakistani foreign minister to visit India since 2011 as expected the SCO faded into the background and all media attention was on bilateral ties India and Pakistan and needless to say the visit did not go well though Bhutto has claimed it to be a success there was some sharp takedown by the Indian foreign minister so now let's head to the conversation with Sushant Sareen and Tilak Deveshwar Thank you Sushant thank you Tilak I hope I have your permission to address you by your first names and uh, it's good to have you both back and in you know in our production jargon is known as RPGs your repeat performance guest not the other RPG But mujhe pehle I want to know one thing first Yes Sushant I am sitting with a top notch journalist and I'm sitting with a top notch spy huh. and you have picked this day for doing a podcast on Pakistan Did you know in advance that Imran is going to be arrested the two of you? I knew. Ha, ye conspiracy thi aapko. Ha, bilkul. Mujhe aur mujhe tip off kiya tha. Ye aapko tip off kiya. Isliye aapne aaj Isliye Sushant is the bakra who didn't know. He's the only person. But under protest I'm wearing a black shirt because I protest the arrest of Imran Khan. Ha, ye this man has always been saying in case you don't follow his social yeah, media yeah, handle. Yeah, I know, I know. Sushant is like uh, always said. The best thing said, that could have happened to India is Imran Khan. It, no, Man the Khan. best thing to have uh, to India is Imran Khan becoming prime minister ha, ha, of Pakistan, not him sitting in a wheelchair. So, I'm. 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 फिनिश्तान योर बुक नॉट 
तो तीन तो पाकिस्तान पे ना गलती तो नहीं की मैंने अफगानिस्तान भी तो पाकिस्तानियों ने अपना फिफ्थ प्रोविंस बनाया हुआ अच्छा ओके बैकयार्ड नहीं बट फिफ्थ प्रोविंस बना दिया ओके लेट्स गेट टू द मीट ऑफ द स्टोरी दैट द पॉडकास्ट वाज सपोज टू बी अबाउट बिलावल एंड नाउ इट्स टर्न आउट टू बी अबाउट इमरान खान डिड यू एक्सपेक्टेड बोथ ऑफ यू दैट इमरान खान वुड बी अरेस्टेड व्हाट डू यू थिंक मिस्टर देशर ही वाज वेटिंग टू बी अरेस्टेड आई मीन यू नो दिस वाज ऑन द कार्ड्स आई थिंक ही हैज बीन पिक्ड अप इन 120 केसेस ही हैज बीन एस्केपिंग बाय द स्किन ऑफ हिज टीथ एवरी टाइम ही गेट्स बेल इन 6 बेल इन 8 बेल इन यू नो ही थॉट द जुडिशियरी हैज बीन एक्सट्रीमली काइंड and dealing with him in kidla the judiciary in pakistan has been extremely kind in treating uh, imran khan with kids gloves is yeah, that what you are ab- saying absolutely yeah. absolutely okay when the police had a warrant and they went to a zaman park to pick him up his crowd his supporters came all over and prevented the police from entering uh, his house today so this was bound to happen any time you know the, the toss up was whether he gets disqualified first or whether he gets arrested first or both are going to happen today that's why the rangers there were so many of them and the rangers were a stronger force than the police so they made sure that they're not going to get sidetracked by any police or any crowds therefore they just whisked him away in that van and people say that he was being pushed and all that i think the rangers idea was to get this guy out of this place and take him to a location where his supporters do not connect but uh, sushant i mean everybody knows do you think that it was wrong on the part of imran supporters to prevent it because look we all know what happened to zardari in prison we know what happened to nawaz sharif in prison hum piche to jate hi nahi hai what happened with bhutto and with the others right i mean let's let's not talk go there let's talk about the brutality which zardari has faced <coughs> i think his tongue was cut or hmm, something like yes. that right what happened with uh, nawaz sharif with and with benazir with so many of them i mean i can she was assassinated ziaul haq was killed zulfikar ali bhutto Uh, was assassinated uh, before that liaquat was shot dead liaquat khan so you know we can go into an entire list of uh, what happens with former prime ministers and presidents dekho foreign uh, former prime ministers ka ye hota hai pakistan ka jo political culture hai na that is that uh, you are either in the prime minister's house and the day you leave the prime minister's house very often you are in adiala jail hmm. so they shuffle between those two places it sometimes there is an interregnum like in imran's case that you know it's taken a few months almost a year that he is going to jail but shahid khakan abasi went to jail before that yusuf raza gilani went gilani, to jail yes. nawaz sharif has gone to jail benazir bhutto just escaped she went into exile uh, zulfikar ali bhutto went to jail so jail and adiala uh, jail and prime minister's prime house, house is par for the course for these guys imran hasn't gone to adiala not uh, yet not yet there will be a time for that also that's why he's been taken to rawalpindi i don't know where he's yeah. been taken right where? no right now he won't be taken to jail they have to produce him before the courts uh, then they'll have to take his remand but the fact that and he's been taken to pindi and nowhere else yeah. i mean pindi is significant isn't it but pindi doesn't means does not mean jhq well, what else does it mean I mean, no, no, Pindi is completely means, J- no, GHQ. No, no, but Pindi also means that he. Uh, for those who don't know uh, about, uh, you know, uh, there are some, uh, uh, you know, overseas Indians who also watch the podcast who don't understand these uh, complexities sometimes, and the Indians who are watching it get very irritated. कि आप क्यों इंटरप्ट कर रहे हो अपने गेस्ट को क्यों फ्लो बंद कर रहे हो? But to just to explain, what does Rawal Pindi mean? Pindi is something that we call. What does Rawal Pindi mean? What does Jail in Rawalpindi and what is GHQ? The the 
all encompassing influence so so rawalpindi is basically where the uh, general headquarters of the pakistan army is it's the it's the hub of the pakistan army uh, apara is in islamabad which is the headquarters of the isi islam when people talk as islamabad and pindi what they are talking about is the where the civilians are based which is uh, islamabad and pindi is when they when they want to use shorthand or euphemisms for the pakistan army they talk about pindi but in this particular case he has been taken to pindi uh, and i don't know what is exactly is the case under which he has been booked but i think he's been taken to pindi because it must have something to do with the punjab uh, government punjab police because if you are going to show him arrested in pindi and you are going to produce him before a court in pindi then the jurisdiction is of one of the lahore high court and then of the local uh, punjab uh, administration unlike if you pick him up in islamabad and present him in court in islamabad then it becomes the uh, islamabad high court islamabad mm-hmm. high court and the uh, the, ad, uh, the the administration of islamabad which is like the national capital territory so the case is al qadir trust mm-hmm. which is if you remember the malik yeah, yeah. malik riyaz that big uh, dubious tycoon yeah 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 he that was had a case in the uk and they recovered 190 million pounds for him and handed it over to the pakistan government who they british okay. authorities hmm. in a in a serious crimes case or something hmm. like that imran khan returned that money to malik riyaz after having got it from the uk in lieu of that malik riyaz allotted him a huge plot of land in which he built a university mass huge plot of land and there were only 34 students in that university Obviously, it was a kickback, and then his wife Bushra, baby, you know, she sort of bargained to get a ring, mm. the famous diamond ring she got from Malik Riaz, you know. So this was a insisting on five carats, not three carats. Yeah. Mm. This is a quid pro quo. So in that case, he didn't get bail, and he was charged by this by the National Accountability Bureau, and I think it is this particular case. Full details are not available, but it is this case that he is. been picked up but so someone... initially i tried to keep uh, a track of the cases you can't but then there are so many 121 i don't even know which case is booked in anymore huh. and what the status and of when a particular he came, case is that was what he came right mr clean yeah. yeah he said he wanted to clean up the system that there was so much corruption and he was the quintessential like what we call in india the aam aadmi he was the common man you know who didn't come from some political family like the buttos and like sharif jo sharif ko of course they say that he's not actually a political family he's made himself into a political family but you know he he didn't come with all that baggage he came as a cricket icon and then he's become part of the system the very same system which he was fighting against yeah. isn't it yeah also is he even even before that even though he presented himself mr clean look at his party pti has got funding from prohibited sources that's another case that is going on sources and he has signed checks is fully aware of the fact that this money was not legitimate legitimate money which a political party should have got hmm. so you know even before he came into power his uh, party is tainted but how do you then explain his popularity with the people you know he's he's by far the most popular politician in pakistan today somehow he's it's like teflon nothing sticks as far as uh, you know even if by law he's broken the law people don't believe that yeah, you know. can see the outpouring yeah so yeah, i think there are a couple of reasons for uh, his popularity one is he has a very strong support among the middle class and the lower middle class lawyers doctors Angrezi professionals Hmm. He speaks good clipped English. 
अंग्रेजी तो बिलावल भी बोल लेता है हाँ बट को मिसकोट्स रिलीजियस सेइंग पीपल से नहीं नहीं ये ठीक है द वे ही अपीयर्स इन कोर्ट मैसेज ऑफ सपोर्टर्स यू नो ही डजेंट कम इफ द हेयरिंग एज इन 11:00 को शाम को 6 बजे आएगा एज इफ ही इज अ मूवी स्टार एंड द जजेस आर वेटिंग फॉर हिम बट दैट झूठ बोलना तो पॉलिटिशियंस आम करते हैं उसमें नॉट इन द मैनर ही डज इवन व्हेन ही इज फाउंड आउट ही विल जस्ट टेक अ यू टर्न और यू नो ही इवन व्हेन ही इज कॉट लुक एट द सेक्स टेप्स लुक एट द काइंड ऑफ money uh, uh, favors that he's given to his friends his wife's corruption all these have been documented proved and shown to the people it makes no difference no, but what's See, your take why is he uh, so popular sushant look i think one uh, i i think you need a, a sociologist to figure this out on how cults are formed hmm. because what he has hmm. is not political support what he has is a cult hmm. right uh, because for all the reasons that mr dweshwar is saying that uh, you know the fact that he's been found out the fact that he has he has done complete 180 degree turns from what he was in opposition what so for example uh, just uh, yesterday some people started uh, you know uh, giving out how this fellow has been uh, had had been saying that look if you are taking pot shots at the army you are damaging the country and stuff like that you know you are destroying the morale if you are targeting the army chief you are destroying the morale of the forces and you know stuff like that he said this now that he is in opposition he is doing exactly what he was raving and ranting against mm. and his supporters lap it up they lapped it up then they lap it up now right now this is a cult this is something that no matter what you say no matter what you do no matter how many u turns you make we love you i think this is a psychological disorder it, 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 there's nothing rational about it right yeah. uh now in terms of his competence he's proved himself to be utterly incompetent as an administrator hmm. uh, he's proved himself to be corrupt uh he has proved himself to uh, be a megalomaniac right uh he has he has cultivated favorites to whom he has bestowed all sorts of favors so he has done everything uh, which the others have done in some cases at a bigger scale and yet because he has that cult everybody seems to swear by him but the important thing is uh, where is that cult coming from and my own sense is that what is different between imran and other leaders in pakistan is the support base that he is drawing now in his case the support base is actually the upper middle class uh, and the upper classes in punjab these are the most well connected people uh, you know just uh, a couple of days back apparently a serving brigadier's wife was arrested because of you know she was uh, 
uh, an Imran Khan supporter. This is a serving army officer's wife who was picked up. Whereas he is, he's say he's taking on the army, he's taking on the establishment. Exactly. The but the wives are supporting. The families, him. he has huge support in the families. Okay. Serving and retired, hmm. support in the judiciary. The recent one of the tapes that are going to come out or has come out is the wife of the chief justice yeah. talking to Imran Khan and saying, "Nee, I'm going this, that, and the other." So that is the level of support that he has. So now you know this is what I can't understand because, like, uh, Tilak, you says that you said that it's the lower class, the lower middle class, the middle class, and the youth. You are saying it's not just them; it's the upper middle class and the middle class. So basically, everybody. No, so no. that means these are the people who are being ignored by the traditional. You see, the traditional Pakistan parties are feudal parties. Look at the PPP. Okay, zamindars. Uh, zamindars, you know they have right. huge. Look at in Punjab, you know yeah. the traditional parties, the Biradari, the Jat, you know yeah. that kind of a thing. Okay. The urban classes or the people who feel neglected, who can't fit into this kind of a traditional political mold, he is tapped into them through his own persona, through massive social media. Look at his. Social media acumen, you know, he has uh, this uh, today. He had pre-recorded his arrest, and what the people should do. He's incited people to come out and protest massively. But he's also said, I saw that. Uh, so he says that uh, he calls the establishment. He says, "Chor hai, dakhet hai, duffers hai," hmm. and I'd rather uh, die than live in a Pakistan. Uh, which is ruled by them. Lekin mein kahin jaunga nahi. This is another thing that he keeps re repeating many times over that he is going to live or die in Pakistan, whatever it is. Yeah, alluding, Smita, to the, is alluding to the others who have left and yeah. gone. No, no, that is one part of it, but there hmm. is another part to it. I think a lot of his bluster and his bravado um, comes from the fact that he actually did not think that he would be picked up. I think yesterday for the first time he must have got a hint because he, although he'd crossed that red line earlier as well, hmm. uh, I think the tweets which he did yesterday where he was directly named the uh, one of the, the top general, IS, yeah. uh, general uh, ISI Nasir, guys, Nasir, uh, right? Nasir. Yeah. Uh, he named him and he implicated him, you know, accused him of, you know, planning to murder him and stuff like that. And then the army, the ISPR, ISPR came out with a statement, strong statement, very strong statement. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the others who are sucking up to the IS, uh, the, the army, Shabash Sharif and the others, they kind of piled on and, you yeah. know, ke saath hai kind of a thing. Uh, I think that kind of crossed the red line. So maybe he was a little tentative today, but otherwise he has felt that he's untouchable, that the army can't touch him, right? And I think I remember 2007, you know, this is just on the day that uh, Musharraf had done his second coup or mm. when he sacked the judges in, uh, this is in November. I was there in Lahore that night. And on that particular night, I was called for a dinner. I, I won't name names whose house it was. But one of Imran Khan's closest associates and a family member of his was also out there. And Imran had been picked up and uh, he had escaped actually. Uh, he had escaped, he was in hiding. And uh, these guys were saying, they were all discussing, they knew I'm an Indian of course, but they were all discussing uh, how, Im how to orchestrate Imran Khan's surrender. So I said, but why does he want to surrender? So they were shocked that, no, no, he has to surrender. I said, why? You know, he should remain in hiding and make a monkey of the regime. Uh, but he was desperate to surrender. 
and then when he surrendered he was first uh, manhandled by the jamaat-e islami goons then he was handed over to the cops he went to jail within 4 days he was screaming and shouting and you know crying and he wanted out because he couldn't handle jail so this bluff and bluster which is coming from him is just that once they start administering him the treatment i think uh, nawaz sharif's daughter was probably far braver you know despite being a woman in a country like pakistan being mistreated you know they putting cameras on her giving her no privacy yeah. yeah all of that she went through it and you know she is very feisty i'm not sure if this guy can handle this plus he has other problems if he doesn't get his fixes in the evening yeah he's going to be climbing the wall <laughs> Okay, this is another thing that they say about Imran Khan that you know there are so many stories about Imran Khan. Is he really a drug addict? Yeah. This is what Rana Sanaullah said. He said we can look after him very well in jail, give him all the comforts, but we can't give him the one thing that he wants. So he's going to have withdrawal symptoms in jail. Absolutely. Yeah, and he won't have hair dye. Yeah. If he and he won't have hair dye to dye. And he won't get kali dal. And he won't get kali dal. He won't get kali yeah, dal. Okay, yeah, that is that another story yeah, in itself. Another, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm not going into the details. It's this a is a family <laughs> channel, so I'm not going into the details of what Imran Khan does with kali dal. I suggest you please Google and see what happens and what Rehm Khan, his ex-wife, had to say about uh, his fascination for kali dal. Um, so let's get on. Uh, as I said about uh, Imran, I've been to his house uh, to interview him once, and uh, I was kind of you know I to bani gala to bani gala yes. Okay. I've been there, and uh, you know the the people around him are all these youngsters, and they don't they don't sound like Pakistanis. They sound like from some other planet. कोई अमेरिका से था, कोई यूके से था. I mean, this was more than a decade ago when he was just about you know getting into politics. But he was he was it was quite clear that there was an agenda with all those kids who were there around, very attractive young people around him. this cult figure phenomenon is extremely important because what happens is that people have got completely blinded by his personality they they don't believe anything negative that comes out of him i mean nawaz sharif ke bare mein to yun karke believe kar lete hain aur even about zardari mr 10% all these things stuck but nothing seems to stick on imran khan a strong social media presence you know in today's world the youth listen to social media they listen to his tweets they listen to his video podcast and he has created this machinery of people who saturation i mean you're in the media you know the importance of social media the ppp and pt and the pmln are no match for this and a lot of these people are dual nationals you know uh, people who surround him uh, they are dual nationality koi american hai pakistani hai koi brit hai koi pakistani hai they really don't have the stakes in pakistan so that is one and the fact that because of his popularity because of his cult he has started believing that he is above the law he has started believing that whatever he says is the gospel truth the fellow who was lynched for blasphemy two days ago in mardan yeah he was a pti molana who hmm. said that i uh, i the am the candidate yeah. he was endorsing yeah. was no he i believe he said that what i feel for uh, imran is what i feel for the prophet yeah. that was enough for him to be lynched can you imagine yeah can you imagine i mean he was a molana he should have known what he was saying he didn't think he was saying anything wrong on the spot he was trampled over beaten and killed yeah and he has tapped into this religious thing also very well you know every now and then he comes up with the riyasat e madina he tries to portray himself 
you know one day in, i remember one speech and i was shocked that the religious parties didn't pick it up he said that uh, i think the prophet mentioned that he is very popular even amongst the families and people you know, the families worship him a lot and he said look at me the, all the army families are uh, mm. my supporters and he was making that kind of a comparison and nobody picked up on this and said but because of his popularity because no, of he's his cult life done it yeah. mm. in every speech of his uh, whenever he starts talking about islam he always mm. tries to draw some analogy albeit oblique uh, with the prophet uh, and then of course he has used uh, islam as a political tool and you remember when he was coming for that long march uh, in in march how containers ke sath ha to wo uska one of his sidekicks was telling him now sir it is time to put some islamic touch uh, give it a islamic G- touch give it an islamic touch so then he started talking about islam and the former speaker uh, i won't hold that against him because i've seen that happen even in in india wo aai jata hai when you feel But that the crowd the mic is on na chap kal leaves across and says islamic touch de do he said ha ha then he starts off Right. Yeah, but then uh, let's bring this to the Indian context. Uh, you have written so often, and you've said this in several TV uh, appearances, Sushant, that he's the best thing to happen to India. Why do you say this? Do you really want Imran as a prime minister again, who's like totally unhinged? Yeah, but look, who does he damage? He doesn't damage us. Hmm. He damages Pakistan. Pakistan is not a friendly country. It's a hostile country. uh it's it's always been inimical to india's interests uh and if they if they elect a leader and swear by a leader who destroys them what better for me uh so uh when you look at his economic policies when you look at his uh, uh his foreign policy how he alienated every single one of pakistan's friends whether it was the saudis whether it was the americans whether it was the chinese he alienated everybody right uh, what can be better than that for me and i think mr modi was smart uh, because uh, although they they had made the outreach much earlier to the gulf but i think they they were smart that they doubled down on it and look at the uh, relations that india has with many of the gulf countries where pakistan had a run of the uh, place the oic and the no not 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 the oic but i'm no. because oic has you know shithole countries like turkey and others mm. who are uh, rabidly anti india and mm. pardon my language on this but i i feel very strongly about my turkey. producer loves it huh? no i <laughs> i feel very strongly about turkey because the turks have been sponsoring a lot of trouble in kashmir yeah. they have been uh, they have been instigating trouble in kashmir they have been carrying out a lot of that slick propaganda campaign comes from turkey so they have they have never been nice to us and i see no reason why i should be nice to them Uh, but Even the, Turks- the best of relations that we've had with Turkey, you know, uh, there was this uh, one uh, visit of the foreign secretary when I was there. Uh, I think it was Kamal Sibal, if I'm not mistaken, covering it in Istanbul, and uh, they were like, you know, dost, uh, Hindustan dost, Bharat dost, but Pakistan boy, you know, that that distinction they make that these are our brothers blood brothers no, no, but india can the... be a friend so a friend you can cut off at any point of time lekin bhai the blood brothers you can't yes, you well can. the I blood brothers the actually blood brothers are actually uh, probably worse uh, they are the ones who chop the history yeah 
Look at Mughal history. Uh, okay. Mughals were basically Turks in some ways. Haan, okay. So, so brothers, gala kaatte, yeah, to, yeah. that is not a problem. Succession ke no, liye but, but, but on a most, you know, uh, most seriously, I, I feel very strongly about Turkey. So it's not OIC. What I'm talking about is the Arab states. Okay. The UAE, uh, you, uh, Saudi Arabia. Oman, you look at Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Pakistan had a run of the place. Now, True. Imran alienated all of them. <laughs> Guys are... He's really dumb in something. From all of that perspective, I don't see, uh, you know, why I want somebody who makes Pakistan a strong, prosperous country. I want somebody who divides the Pakistanis like Imran has done. I want somebody who destroys their economy like Imran has done. I want somebody who destroys their foreign policy like Imran has done. I want somebody who destroys, uh, you know, the primacy of the army, the only institution that had kept the country together. I want somebody like Imran who has done that. He has destroyed the army. I want somebody who destroys their security by sucking up to the Taliban and saying that they have broken the shackles of slavery. He's my dream. If I was in the job uh, Tilak Deveshwar handled, I would have wanted somebody like him to become Prime Minister. I would have sponsored somebody like him to be Prime Minister of Pakistan. So why? So he's an answer to so your dreams. No, no first let's answer, before you get on to your point, I want to know this, that why didn't RAW sponsor Imran Khan yeah. to be Prime Minister of Pakistan? I mean, you're not because in RAW. RAW doesn't do these things. The ISI was already doing a good job. <laughs> so why should RAW? So this was a joint venture of sorts, right? So, you know, I agree with what he says. Please ignore. Uh, he, he just like kind of just brushes off. He will not say what Raal. That's training. <laughs> so, I, I agree with what Sushant is saying about Imran That ISI did a better job than Raw could have done. But why should we? When they're already, you know, as Napoleon said, if a person is, uh, yeah. you know, uh, committing suicide, committing why, suicide why should I stop them? Okay. But I agree with Sushant about all the uh, lacunas, all the weaknesses of Imran Khan and what he's doing to Pakistan is excellent. Except, I would rather have an intelligent enemy rather than a loose cannon like Imran Khan on the other side. Because you don't know, this guy's unpredictable. You don't know how he's going to act. So, a smarter enemy is better than a foolish enemy. That is the only caveat I have. Otherwise, I agree with him 110%. What he's done to Pakistan, since 47, no other Prime Minister has done. And especially, the way he has damaged the Pakistan army. So much so, the current army chief. To damage the Pakistan army is good na, for us. It's good for us. So ah. I'm saying all these things are on the positive. Yet, my worry is that as a foolish man, you don't know what he will do as far as purely as India is concerned. He's, you know, uh, uh, sort of ruined his relationship with China, Saudi Arabia, UAE. I agree to all that. To but damage, when it comes to India, uh, huh. you know, he made resort to something. You know, which I would what, rather have an intelligent enemy. What no, more but, can so, they resort to? So, no, they so, do cross-border. Uh, they do everything. I mean, when Kargil happened, you had an intelligent person like Nawaz Sharif sitting out there, no? But the entire planning of Kargil was done by Musharraf. This was the third time Kargil was being um, planned. First it was done under Zia. He rejected it. Benazir rejected it. But this time Musharraf was in control. And the coterie around him, those three other people, the infamous four, they thought they can get it done. They didn't see through the whole process. And I think Nawaz Sharif, and I've written about, extensively about this right. in my book. I've read it, yes. Yeah. So, Nawaz Sharif was brought in at times and I think Nawaz Sharif, I mean, this was the best uh, sort of analysis was, he probably didn't realize the full implications of it. 
but he thought that if he reaches Srinagar, I'll take the credit for it. You know, it'll be. See, वो बड़ा मीस ना है. ये I don't believe this. I just believe when he goes to GHQ and he says, "When are you going to give us?" Uh, Kashmir, mm. and then he goes uh, to Pakistan-occupied Kashmir, which the Pakistanis call Azad Kashmir. He goes there and he says, "When are you going to deliver mm. Kashmir?" Two times, he says to the chief, bolta and the chief will be sitting with his hands. So you know this thing, I don't so believe. So then, what that you were saying is, what you were saying is that when the bus yatra took place, when Mr. Vajpayee yes. went there, he was already on board. He That's was level deceived. Of, he, that is the level of deception. I don't think so. Nawaz Sharif is capable of. Mm. Okay, so I, I'll join issue with him. On so this. I'll, let's agree to differ on this. Yeah. But I'll join. Nishu. I want to know whose I, side I, I will take on, on both these things. See, one when you talk about an intelligent enemy, huh. I would rather have a dumb guy like Imran than an intelligent guy or a cunning guy like Zayul Haq. Hmm. Agree. A lot of our problems which we have today are done by somebody like a Zayul Haq who was very sweet, very sweet. He was sweetness personified. You know, he was sweetness to a fault. And this man would actually come out. he was the president chief martial law administrator he was the army chief he would come out of the house to receive somebody and see somebody off he was he would lay himself out for people and everybody was floored and the moment you turned your back he would knife you right huh. that's what he did to us every time but why talk about us this is what he did to bhutto no no he bhutto might have done misread him totally all this no, while but so and then so i agree but with that you. all prime ministers have misread their army chiefs so uh, but our problem as a system the problem in the indian system is that we get taken in by this these sweet nothings okay so one i would rather have an imran khan who abuses us left right and center so at least that these guys are on their toes rather than somebody you know who's all sweetness personified and he fools you and you give in because that is your basically your character yeah, but there's a danger there is that you think imran khan is a fool and therefore you don't take him seriously no no i no so one second then that is where people like you and i come in na that we may, need to make them take certain things seriously the other problem where i disagree with you is you know i don't see any reason why anybody in india uh, starts cutting slack for the pakistani politician hmm. you know we keep saying ke yaar no he was not entirely in charge or it's his political compulsion that he has to come to india and abuse us in india because that's his political compulsion i don't care if he comes into my country and he abuses me he abuses my prime minister he abuses uh, he 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 wants to uh, tear my country apart uh, and he does it in a very nice sweet uh, pansy accent i don't care i don't care about But his compulsion look okay. at the recent visit of bilawal Yeah, so just because he said pansy, आप बिलावल पे उतर आए. नहीं 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 नहीं. We are please. We are not. नहीं तो वो अभिजीत अभी लिखेगा that we are homophobic etc. हाँ वो तो ऐसे ही बोलते रहता है हमारे को. हम नहीं हैं. हम the fact of the matter is वो बड़े उस type के accent में बोलते हैं ही ही करके बात कर रहा है. I don't give a damn about his compulsion. हाँ. He needs to learn and and I it's good that Dr. Jayshankar said what he said that if you are a good guest, right, I will be a good host. But if you are not a good guest, I am not going to be a good host. I think that was unexceptionable. Get on to Bilawal. I just want to make one thing about Bilawal. The most dangerous statement that he made when he went back to when he told the Pak journalist in Goa, somebody asked him about G20. He said, "Of course, we oppose G20 in Srinagar." At the time when it is being taken place, we'll teach them such a lesson. वक्त आने पर ऐसा जवाब देंगे जो याद रहेगा. याद रहेगा. Now this was the mask totally slipped. All this while he was telling the G20. Uh, for SEO 
and he was telling the uh, indian media peace, peace, terrorism nahi we are doing getting rid of terrorism because of our sake not because of indian all that and this is what he actually feels the mofa ministry of foreign affairs pakistan has tried to deny it and soft pedal it but they cannot get over the fact that he said at the appropriate time we will teach them such a lesson they will not forget this so is an open thing for terrorism so now you tell me that can if god forbid any attack happens can you turn around and say that the political establishment didn't know this was the military establishment no, which in conducted in this case it is clear you can't in this case it is absolutely 110% clear so this is just clear. what i was trying to draw a parallel between what uh bilawal said what benazir has said before that when she said jug jug mo mo han han when she was talking about assassinating a sitting governor in jammu and kashmir so you scratch them a little bit each and every one of them you cannot say deniability they are so there so you know for the bhuttos it is especially true you know why they carry the curse of lucky bhai ha ye inki ek Theory it's something known. It's very important know, for people to know. Yes, people. Because his, uh, his grandfather, Bhutto's father, Shanavas, he married and fell in love. Uh, which Bhutto? You need to explain now. Shanavas Bhutto, the who was Zulfikar Ali Bhutto's father. He fell in love with a uh, Hindu dancing girl, Lakhi Bai, and married her way back in 1924, I think it was. Then converted her to Islam, and she took the name of Kurshid. Because she came from a humble background, and these were big feudal, so she was. Badly treated. So Zulfikar's uh, mother. mother was yeah. a Hindu. Yeah. Okay. And born a Hindu. Born a Hindu, then she was converted. In the feudal family, they looked down upon her and didn't treat her well because she was a new convert. Not only that, that and her dancing. Yeah, huh. and you know, not all this thing. Ha. Huh. So when Zulfikar Ali Bhutto was growing up, he was aware of this, his mother being mistreated, and he had a huge complex that because she was a Hindu, therefore to. cover his hindu origins partial hindu origins he became vehemently anti india vehemently anti india you know when um, ak khan uh, said that he will ca- come back to pakistan and help building the bond uh, this thing would to bang the table he said now we'll show these hindu bastards sorry to use that similarly with benazir same thing is with bilawal you know they are insecure about the hindu blood in them and therefore they have to be even more anti india than let's say the sharifs so how come uh, imran khan doesn't have that baggage of niyazi he is hmm. not defensive like what you are saying uh, bilawal is about his hindu lineage they're sindhi, first they're sindhis the sindhis and then this hindu lineage imran khan doesn't have the sharifs don't have that no i'm talking uh, i'm not talking about sharif i'm talking no, no, but about the Bila- sharif niyazi the sharifs always why do you think Imran Khan never says I'm Imran Khan Niazi. Right. But the Sharifs will always add Niazi to his name. And even Prime Minister Modi ed- said that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So it irritates the hell out of Imran Khan. Yeah. Huh. So everybody actually. So the linkage is to huh. A K Niazi. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So there are skeletons in the cupboard. Yeah. Which... Yeah, but but yeah, but Imran, you know, in a sense, partly given his background, uh, you know, at at one level. it's irritating for him that why are you associating me with that guy i'm you know he's not even my relative really uh so it's irritating for him but at another level it's not a baggage that he carries that i am also a niazi so i must avenge what happened to a niazi i don't think uh-huh. that is the case okay. but imran has always been an islamist and if you hear what mr g parthasarthi when he was i think he was council general those days karachi yeah. uh what he was told out there 
uh, about how Imran Khan thinks that when he's playing cricket against India, it's a jihad. You know, so that that, that, that warped yeah. mindset like has always been there, and yeah. you know yeah. all of them. And, yeah. and what pisses me off is, you know, when people like Sidhu and Gavaskar and others, oh, Imran is such a good friend. Arey, he's not your friend, yar. He's he does it because it suits him at some level. Yeah, he uses it. These these are not friends. He's not your friend. But you know, try and explain it. How do you explain this to a Sidhu? I mean, why do the Pakistanis call him Taliban Khan? You know, he has that Islamist streak in him. He wanted the Taliban to open an office in Pakistan. You know, mm. and the TTP when uh, the Taliban when they were negotiating TTP, they nominated Imran Khan as one of the interlocutors with the government of Pakistan. And he said, "I will be your voice. Yeah. I will be your ambassador." Yeah, and, and you know, very early on in his career, he was the understudy of Hamid Gul, mm. right? And everybody knows what Hamid Gul stand f- stood for, yes. right? Hamid Gul is the guy who was patronizing Imran Khan, and and when he was forming his party and he was moving forward yeah. on it, it was people like so they also tried to rope in uh, this fellow Abdul Sattar Edi, and then Edi did not want to be a part of it, uh, and Edi felt threatened by what these guys were trying to do. He tried so, to stay away from the politics. He, yeah, he yeah, tried yeah, to yeah. stay away from it, but the fact of the matter remains that uh, these guys, you know, Imran has always had that streak in him, hmm. and. Uh, that is uh, that is why when you know when i see many of these indian cricketers old timers hmm. fawn over him my friend imran and all hey, you guys are so dumb yeah imran khan uh, who was this flamboyant in the 80s who would come parmeshwar godrej ke sath bombay mein he was you know he was with photographed with i think zina taman if i'm not mistaken and with all the bollywood celebrities wo imran khan alag tha ya usme he was the same imran uh, it was just camouflage or he didn't have political ambition because, because he was a playboy he, he found his playboy image and what he was doing in uh, england uh, a very convenient thing to do इसका एक टर्म है आजकल लेकिन मैं यूज नहीं करूंगा टेल मी नाउ अबाउट बिलावल लेट्स टॉक अबाउट दैट एंड व्हाट ही डिड व्हेन ही केम टू गोवा दैट हाउ यू नो ही कम्स इन देयर एंड ही ट्राइज टू बी दिस स्वॉ फॉरेन मिनिस्टर डिड डिड इंडिया अंडर एस्टिमेट हिम दैट यहां आके ही विल नॉट ही केम विद एन एजेंडा आई थिंक आई डोंट थिंक सो द इंडिया एंड स्पेशली द इंडियन इन द इंडियन मीडिया डिडंट अंडरस्टैंड और डिडंट असेस व्हाट हिज एजेंडा वाज ही वाजंट एड्रेसिंग See, he's coming for the SCO meeting. He's not coming for Indo-Pak relations. There was nothing he could have said or done to further Indo-Pak relations. All his messaging was back to Pakistan, and I think the message that he was sending was specially to Rawalpindi, to the GHQ. That look, I can be a much better interlocutor for against India. I'm suave, I'm articulate, and I'll be much better than Imran Khan. So he was giving, he was messaging Rahul Pindi. He's already done that. He was there in New York, and he uh, he yeah, used abusive India. language. Yeah, but that is one thing. Against using the Indian prime minister. Abusive language in the prime minister, but here in India, he articulated all that the army wanted to hear. He articulated about terrorism. He articulated about India going has to go back from 5th August 2019. Walk back in case you want to have a dialogue with Pakistan. Okay. The onus he put the onus on India. 
In fact, it's just the other way and around. And then he talked about Kulbushan Jadav. Yeah. The only thing I was surprised he didn't talk about was Balochistan. He didn't mention that at all. No, why would he? I, Because that didn't su- uh, suit his yeah. agenda. Yeah, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that when Sharmal Sheikh happened, they put Balochistan on the table, right? And uh, after that, I would have thought that he would talk about that also. That's the only thing that he didn't so speak about. So about Kulbushan Jadav? I don't know. Yeah, but I'll tell you one thing. When you look at the Sharmal Sheikh declaration and you look at the text of what is written, I don't even I flew into a, a, a rage at that point of time simply at the mention of the word Balochistan but what is written in that de- declaration the 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 what is written is that the prime minister of Pakistan told the prime minister of India of certain developments in Balochistan good you can tell me about developments in Sindh for all than, I care there was more than that no there was nothing more than that no, no, the, in the Sharmal the, Sheikh declaration Uh, you the, you brought the the fact is that at Sharmal Sheikh you have your internal issue with that discussion first time, time Balochistan was brought on the table and India said fine you have something to talk we can talk about yeah. it the point is that at that point of time Balochistan and we should have continued to talk about Balochistan subsequently yeah why the, did we not do it yeah that is a no, different point uh, altogether Shushan, when the prime minister they were trying to bring equivalence you see Kulbushan yeah. Jadav when they raise Samjhota when they they are trying to equate themselves with you know we keep talking about terrorism it is documented they talk about samjhota equating it with 26 yeah, 11 yeah but they were samjhota mein to but that's also the, because the indian side the allowed treachery, the treachery happened from the indian side right so that's what i'm saying that because you wanted to do some yeah. political point scoring within india and you diluted your case by implicating other people so who should not have been implicated so that exchange jo ho gaya kept on doing that anyway that was in the past now if we talk about bilawal if he was trying if he was trying to send a message back to the army that i am a better interlocutor i can play the pakistan card better than an imran khan can does he need to say that pakistan is already i mean pakistan establishment has already burnt its bridges with imran so they are not looking for an option to imran isn't it yeah of course they are they are they okay. are now now no. what is their option right now the option is imran is out either they pick up somebody from his party who will be subservient and you know but i i don't think they are going to touch pti right now or they go for somebody in the pmln right mm. but if it's going to be mia saab coming back nawaz sharif they they i think going to be very allergic to that mm. so it's either shabash sharif they would be very allergic to even maryam coming to the fore uh, or the option is that if you go into a next election you have a very split verdict the people's party manages to get about 70 80 seats about 45 odd in Uh, in in Sindh, another ten fifteen in uh, this South place. Punjab. South Punjab, a smattering from here and there, about five seven in Balochistan. Uh, they are in kind of pole position because mm. you will again have a kind of a coalition government coming into power, which suits the army also, right? Uh, and then when you have a formulation like that uh, coming into power, then uh, why not Bilawal Bhutto as the prime minister? You know, young. Uh, connects with the uh, international media connects with the international community speaks in this nice pansy accent uh, which everybody likes these days uh, so all of that you know it's called metrosexual okay yeah Or okay maybe even that I'm, is an okay so i'm 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 my vocabulary is limited but <laughs> thanks for correcting me okay. so he you, uh, you, uh, you know speaks in this very metrosexual accent and all of that so so one is that strategy of his now what is he trying to do he is basically trying to take a leaf out of the book of his grandfather and his mother ah. they have also used the same template you abuse india to uh, you know gain Tari, political capital army, yeah. yeah you know gain political capital within the country right 
Bhutto did it after 65 war uh, and you know everybody swore by Bhutto when he alleged a sellout in Kashmir uh, Benazir did it later when you know Kashmir burned Kashmir this guy has started doing it now so it's it's very transparent for anybody who looks at it very carefully so one is that he's he's making that sales pitch to these guys the other is that he is projecting himself that look i came to india and i abused india in india look the thing is that you know and the pakistanis are reacting uh, why did uh, bilawal say what uh, why did dr jay shankar react in this way what did they expect that dr jay shankar will keep quiet why mm. should he keep quiet here is this and dr jay shankar's uh, press conference happened after uh, bilawals right uh, and and clearly what bilawal said in his press conference had to be answered which is exactly what do they do you think that uh, uh, you know there, there's been criticism also in pakistan that uh, bilawal should have probably just done a um, you know a zoom uh interaction he shouldn't have come out here and uh, i think there and uh, there are articles also which have written that the meet in goa had come down to you know becoming another agra like situation do you agree with that no you know just one other point just before i answer sure, your question sure. you see right now the interesting situation is that imran khan is a big no no for the army so both pmln and the ppp are jockeying for favors with the army what pmln has adopted is out and out support for the army hmm. you know shehbaz sharif keeps tweeting in favor of the army bilawal has taken the route because of zardari's training and zardari's you know sort of uh, teaching him to go and bash india so now let's see so the army asim muni has got these two hats it'll be very interesting to see it come elections if they're held this year or whenever they're held which hat do they pick up on okay. so bilawal is using this track shehbaz sharif is using that track and so is So uh, the person who becomes prime minister is whoever the army picks up. Yes, we have the okay. nod to. Okay. Okay. Right. Despite the army's protestation that we will not interfere in politics, they are going to ultimately because if they don't interfere in politics, Imran Khan is coming back. Okay. I mean, you know, because of his popularity. Hmm. Now the 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 question that the Agra parallel to Goa. No, no, no. See, that was a summit. You know, this was from foreign ministers, and as Bhutto, I would agree with him that he showed their commitment to the SCO. You see. Pakistan is not a member of G20 it is not a member of BRICS it is not a member of RIC it is not a member of G7 what are they members of SCO becomes very important for them and therefore to show their solidarity with SCO and then China bada sodi hai tumhara defense minister to aaye nahi you better show up hmm. so he took this opportunity to come and i'm sure Zadari would have told him listen you have to go this is where you can make your mark this is where you can get the attention of the people over there and just look at it in samarkand 6 months ago when the foreign ministers met lavrov didn't meet bhutto they refused to meet bhutto today in goa they hugged they hugged there was a very warm meeting yeah. so look at the kind of advance that no i don't think the lavrov was uh, uh, you know uh, knew that he is going to be pulled in into a hug there was some kind of a you know uh, resistance or whatever not resistance but a little awkwardness because hugging is not what happens at foreign ministers meets yeah but here so he was had this great meeting every at least for appearances a very warm meeting hmm. then he met uzbekistan he met this so he presented himself and showed his commitment to seo and then he got the opportunity to lay down pakistan's line very very strongly hmm. i mean some of the comments that he made you know this um, wolf whistle on terrorism and weaponizing you, terrorism yeah and what, that, uh, uh, explain to me what that term means i don't know i couldn't figure it out myself yeah. i think the, dr jay shankar handled the reply very well on that uh -huh. then he talks about 
the BJP treats every Muslim as a terrorist. Are what are you saying? You know, on what basis so are you saying this? Is this is the easiest thing to do is to use to blame a person to be Islamophobic. Yeah. You know, in the in it's become the easiest thing to beat a person. Ki tum Islamo. You know, it's like in America, tum racist ho. Mm. You know, you you are anti-black. You are racist. So you can't recover from that kind of a. Slur. And there are two places where he slipped up. He said the PPP's policy is always to have good relations with India. Is he the foreign minister of the PPP or the foreign minister of Pakistan? I think he missed out yeah. over this. Then he said, my mother was a victim of terrorism. All along the line has been that the Musharraf who got her killed. <coughs> it was an assassination, not a terrorist attack. Yes, maybe if whoever was hired, was he trying to say that they no longer consider Musharraf being responsible? No, these are small, small subtleties which somebody who studied the subject very well, I think he made these two big blunders. Then, of course, what he said about the G20 in Srinagar. This is in the interview that he said that my mother was a victim of terrorism. Yeah, that, you know, when I sit before the people, this whole Islamophobia thing, uh, that all Muslims are terrorists, all falls flat. Because I am not only, in the case of Pakistan, not only the victim, I am a personal victim. Basically, he is monetizing his mother's death. Politically monetizing it. But, but, but he let, let's put it as darkly as that. When but he she accuses, wasn't a victim of terrorism. No, no, one second. Huh? Uh, uh, you know, when he says that somebody else is trying to politicize terrorism, what did he, what was the term? Weaponization. Weaponize. Weaponize. What he is doing is monetizing terrorism for his political purpose. Interesting. By saying that my mother is, you know, has has sacrificed her life. His mother was the person who created the Taliban. They came under her watch. Hmm. His mother is the person who was in the seat of power when all hell broke loose in Kashmir and over 100,000 people died subsequently, right, in that terrorism. And people are still dying. So all that blood is on, on his mother's hands and now on his hand. So they, and I know, think they, I think where we make a mistake, look, I'm all for diplomatic language, I'm all for diplomatic proprieties, but when you are dealing with these kind of guys, na, then you have to use, and, and the good thing is that there are many occasions when the Ministry of External Affairs is using appropriate language to target these guys. You know, uh, Punjabi ni use karte, but they should. Uh, you know, mothership of terrorism. Uh, there are a number of interesting uh, phrases which they have coined. No, no I think Dr. Jayashankar made this formulation that he is the promoter, uh, the uh, a couple of other things uh, of terrorism. Uh, yeah. Wait, yeah. let me dig that out. Spokesperson of yeah, spokesperson uh, uh, terrorism of industry. Yeah, yeah. Which is a fact. Which is a fact. So I think. Um, in in Bilawal's case, uh, what has happened is that he, uh, uh, I think this positioning which he has been trying to do. Look, if they are actually into, I, I from an Indian point of view, I think what is important is the signalling of the visit. Number one, he has cured the pitch for uh, Shabash Sharif's if Shabash Sharif does come in July, right, for the summit meeting. I think he has he has spoiled the grounds for that meeting. If at all anything was going to come out of it. But uh, even more importantly, I think what he has done is he has signaled uh, the fact that the Pakistanis are not interested in even a modicum of normalization. Absolutely. Right. Because if they were, he could have played this very differently. Yeah. But he decided not to. You see, as soon as he so, say that you go back to the pre or you go back to the 4th August 2019 position. India has to walk back and restore Article 370. Are, what world are you living in? As Dr. Jayashankar said, not happening. smell the coffee, Article oh. 370 is history. Mm. But he has taken the same position as Imran Khan did. That so long as Article 370 is not restored, no dialogue, no trade with India. 
Bilawal is saying the same thing. Dr. Jay Shankar said that his Pakistani counterpart is the promoter, justifier, and spokesperson of the terrorism industry. Yeah. This is what he had said. So the weaponization of terror ka this was a fantastic reply to him. Nay, sir, isn't my reply even better that he is monetizing it for yeah. his political no, that's a, that's benefit? That's a good point. And yeah. by calling her a victim of terrorism. He has demolished the entire argument of the PPP that she was actually assassinated no, by Musharraf. Um, no, in fact, worse. He has insulted victims of terrorism by saying that his mother is a victim of terrorism. She is not a victim of terrorism. Yeah. So yeah. there's other nonsense. Know, uh, uh, Tarak, the thing is that Sushant and I, we we have friends uh, who are Pakistanis. We've interacted with a number of them, and all of them. These are these the liberal Pakistanis. You know, they all believe that the only person. who can deliver on peace between india and pakistan other bhuttos is just benazir and then her progen you know no way yeah but you try and tell them they are, they are the most just people's ask him who's party. lucky bhai just ask him about lucky bhai no no but people's party is the most pro establishment party but in pakistan but nobody believes that this is what i'm trying no, to say look yaar, look nobody believes it does not mean that it's I'm not true i'm talking about pakistanis no even indians so, so look even in india i i, I met a pakistani friend you know some of the journalists who had come one of them is a decent guy i met him uh and i was telling him something i said listen you know all the acha indian journalists also dumb down everything pardon my saying this in the company of journalists aur kya hamara kya ban gaya ke pakistan is and the pakistanis keep spreading it and the indians keep saying ha ha bilkul theek hai pakistan is very important in indian elections i sent him a report Uh, somebody had done this media analysis in 10000 words that modi spoke in 2019 nine words were pakistan it was that important now pakistanis think that they are very important they are not the elections were fought on something completely different it was not the election was not fought on pulwama the election was fought on social welfare this labharti thing which then at least in the up election came out very openly But you've dumbed it down. That Pulwama, Pulwama, Pulwama. But even uh, in Pakistanis media, think they're very important. Pakistani social media, even in 2014, they said the same thing because at that time, if you remember, Nawaz Sharif had said that "budi aurat" or something mm. like that. He mm. had said that why does India keep complaining to? Um, uh, he said that to, about Manmohan Singh. To, about Manmohan Singh, he said, "Why does India keep going to America to complain about Pakistan?" Just say, "Wo gaon ki aurat, budi aurat, mm. complain." So at that time, Mr. Modi, who was Chief Minister of uh, Gujarat, turned around and said that. how dare you insult my, my prime, prime minister, minister. Mm. Yeah. so that became a thing so the pakistanis were like look we are so important for india mm. they you don't know, get the, it pakistan, that you know they're not uh, pakistanis exactly. hate being ignored by india mm. you know there is something that they sort of really rises them up are we are so important abhi dekhna in my uh, comment list on on the podcast will be the same thing on the one hand you are saying that we are not important but on the other hand your podcast is all <laughs> about pakistan <laughs> because But, arrest of imran khan yeah. is a very big thing yeah. and moreover the point is that it's so easy for people in social media to say why don't you ignore pakistan why not concentrate on china which is the bigger enemy or the i mean it's stated enemy now is a bigger country and a bigger threat as compared to pakistan what do you have to say to that because i've heard you in many uh, you know uh, podcasts and uh, discussions where you say that you ignore pakistan at the at your own peril It is absolutely true. You see, let's make a distinction. China is a bigger enemy. China is a more dangerous enemy. But you cannot ignore Pakistan because Pakistan can. You know, if you if you turn your back on Pakistan, that's where you will get hit. 
But you see, again, in this Goa uh, thing, how come there was nobody interviewed the Chinese foreign minister? And asked about de-escalation on the border or the, you're facing... Everybody went after Bilal. See, here again, we at the media, I think, I'm, I'm sorry to... No, uh, no, that's fine. I, <laughs> I understand yeah. completely. So, the, come on, yeah, the Chinese foreign minister was here. I'm sure he must have been waiting for somebody to ask him for an interview. Nobody asked him. Or the so Russian. You, or the Russian. Cannot and we must not ignore Pakistan. Look at what happened in Rajori. You think that Pakistan is in a mess. You've had two attacks with five, five Indian soldiers have died. Hmm. You cannot ignore Pakistan. And, you know, as I... It's a radicalized Pakistan and it's a hungry Pakistan. It will become an angry Pakistan. And the only way the establishment is going to divert that anger is towards India. Therefore, we need to be very, very watchful and very, very careful of what is happening in, in Pakistan because a lot of this... Uh, Bakwas is going to land up on our doorsteps. So, How? Smita, How is it going Smita, to land up? Smita, uh, I think what people need a clarity on is uh, when they say, why are you giving so much importance to Pakistan? It is one thing to study the enemy. It is one thing to focus on the enemy. Hmm. And it is another thing to do all this puppy jappy nonsense which we keep doing. We are the same people. You know, all that nonsense which happens and then this this familiar trope politicians ne humko divide kiya baaki to hum bade acche the agar itne acche the to partition kyun kiya bhai tomato khate hum bhi tomato khate hain agar itne acche the aur logon ke beech mein koi problem hi nahi thi to fir partition kyun kiya ye darare to katle aam kyun kiya ha wo politician ne karwaya tha ki khud tumne ek dusre ko mara tha nahi they see this हमारे दरमियान तो कोई दिक्कत ही नहीं है प्रॉब्लम ही नहीं है बकवाली कोई नहीं है नॉनसेंस राइट सो बट दिस इज ऑल आई एम सॉरी टू से दिस इज ऑल विद द पंजाबी इज अमंग यू हु टू या या ऑफ कोर्स बिकॉज़ दे आर सक्सेस फॉर पनिशमेंट ना लाइक यू नो दे दे लव गेटिंग द बैक साइड्स किक्ड एंड देन वांट इट अगेन एंड अगेन एंड अगेन दे स्टार्ट एंजॉयिंग इट आफ्टर सम टाइम सो मच ऑफ इंडोक्ट्रिनेशन इन पाकिस्तान स्पेशली इन पंजाब वी आर वेरी फॉन्ड ऑफ नरेटिंग दिस इफ सी द कायदा आई हैव सीन द कायदा You know, A for apple, B for ball. वहाँ से होते हैं जीस फे जालिम एंड एक सरदार जी के फोटोग्राफ है वहाँ पर सो द माइंड ऑफ अ फाइव ईयर ओल्ड चाइल्ड ऑल सरदार जालिम डर से डाकू एंड यू हैव अ हिंदू विद अ बिग एंड बोधी छोटी सो द माइंड ऑफ अ चाइल्ड फाइव ईयर ओल्ड चाइल्ड ऑल हिंदूज आर डाकूज इफ यू आर इन ग्रेन दिस फ्रॉम द एज ऑफ फाइव बाय द टाइम यू कम आउट ऑफ स्कूल फिगेट द मद्रासा आई टॉक गवर्नमेंट स्कूल So this is the kind of hatred. This is all, you know, when they threw puppy jappy and Indians going there, you know, simple Indians. Oh, उन्हें पैसे नहीं लेते. Taxi driver was so nice and anarkali bazaar. I didn't have to pay anything. This is all superficial for three days. So I used to ask these people, how many days did you stay there? Try staying there for a month and see how the scales fall, hmm. and what the actual reality. जो visa किसको मिलेगा एक मंथ रहने के लिए. No, no. When the visas were available, when yeah. people used to go for cricket So they would spend three days, four days over there, and hmm. come back with this kind of an impression. Hmm. But if you stay there long enough in Punjab, you know the attitude of the Sindhis, the attitude of the Baloch, attitude of the Pathan is very different than to what it is because the indoctrination of the Punjabi Muslim, and especially the memory of the riots. You know, you keep saying that uh, th- this is going to land in our doorsteps. I've heard you say this many times. What is it that we should be fearful of? The collapse of Pakistan. What is it that we should be fearful of? See, I'll tell you of? one thing. For example, it's, it's a very rough example. It may not be entirely accurate. But supposing tomorrow, two hundred fifty thousand or five hundred thousand people start marching towards the Indian border because there's no water, there's no food from Sindh and South Punjab. 
and they start marching towards the Indian border. Pakistan army may not let them come. They may not be able to hold them. What will you do? What do you do at your border checkpoints? If so many find this hajum aare aapki taraf, because it's humanitarian. You know, they don't have water. They don't have food. Hmm. Or we there are bullets flying and bombs falling. Hmm. right and they are trying to escape and this it. is a radicalized population so you have to think about it now when you have time you know as i said radicalized then ye ye ek situation hai sushant so then why do you say that we should we want a pakistan which is in turmoil because agar turmoil mein hai to this might happen to yeah, us dekho ab dekho ab my there is a spectrum of possibilities possibilities right? okay what mr devishwar is talking about is Extreme. the the hmm. worst case hmm. right hmm. the best case in my book is a weak tottering jo abhi hai pakistan on ventilator basically ha matlab ye aise hi rahe matlab ye har ek ek billion 500 million ke liye bheek mangte rahe duniya bhar se perfect right it works for me hmm. uh, so one is this you know this weak uh, unstable uh, pakistan which and and poor Hmm. which works for me right this is my best case scenario my worst case scenario is what mr deveshwar said but then between those two there is an entire range of possibilities which can happen hmm. so what what we need is not to be fearful that and we should not have this mother india complex that oh we must try and save pakistan we can't do it even if we wanted to and we should not want to do it right uh, but what you have to prepare yourself for and this uh, these are challenges that we've had even a millennia back so what you need to prepare yourself for is a disturbed frontier an endless war which is what mr deveshwar and i were in a panel the other day and this is exactly what i was saying that you have to be prepared for something which i call an endless war now this is not a war of the ukraine russia type but this is a war in which your security forces will be constantly keeping these elements at bay now somewhere you might have to go inside and do certain things somewhere you might have to carve out some kind of buffer zones somewhere you will see ungoverned spaces or ungovernable spaces in pakistan and then some kind of warlords being out there and then you know some kind of raids taking place to try and get something out of what is india right now You have to be preparing okay. for all those scenarios. Dynamic situation is what I said. And also, we need to make sure and study Pakistan. Why has Pakistan got in such a mess that it is where people are dying for atta? You know, stampedes are taking place. We need to look at our food situation. We need to look at our water situation. We need to look at our, what is happening in our schools in terms of what education. is what is the parallel that which is happening in Pakistan? Why should we look at our food security, our education, and look at Pakistan? They're no, two because, different. No, no, because have, this is how this uh, the spiral has gone out of control in Pakistan. They were they have the largest contiguous irrigation network in the world. Till about two or three years ago, they had surplus wheat which they would send out. Today, they have to import three million tons of wheat. Hmm. You know why? Because the acreage under wheat. have been reduced they don't have enough fertilizers they don't have enough water let's not be so i mean what i'm saying is just study it yeah are our food stocks adequate hmm. that we don't have the same kind of a situation yeah so that we can learn from what is happening what happened in sri lanka 
how they recovered in fact uh, imran khan's speech itself was that that you know uh, bloomberg report he quotes in which he says i mean the the video that he's made and put out today was that bloomberg says that hamari uh, situation jo hai wo sri lanka wali situation se bhi kharab hai he said talks about uh, the economic crisis. yeah economic situation of pakistan is worse than what sri lanka situation is is what he's saying and of course he's blaming the sharif brothers and he's blaming the current uh, political establishment while he was all the time talking about the military establishment he's even blamed that so let's let me come to the sharif brothers where are they in this fight uh, which imran khan is having with the army you said that you know they are they with the, the establishment they are with the establishment <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely <laughs> right so where does where does that leave with maryam why is she not an option for the pakistan army you see in the case of i mean i'm not sure that she is not an option i for one they will look at their best bet see maryam initially because she's young and inexperienced she came across very strongly in the beginning when nawaz sharif was dismissed she was brutal criticism of the army she has now toned down after being told by shahbaz and being told the problem with maryam is that she has many competitors shahbaz sharif his son hamza sharif nawaz sharif also wants to come back and become fourth time prime minister you know so and there are a lot of people in the pmln khakana basi for example says that i cannot uh, accept her as my leader hmm. so maryam and she is very young i mean not very young she is youngish enough that she has time to go i think is she politically she, as mature as say shahbaz or uh, imran she has had no administrative experience no. shahbaz has governed a province you know he has been a hands on chief minister he has done so effectively as a prime minister so she doesn't have that she but to she anybody who can match imran khan's oratory and connect with the crowd it is maryam nawaz Look, not she shahbaz. has the charisma yeah she gets the crowds she has a connect with the people uh she is very feisty uh so she has everything that is needed in becoming a mass leader hmm. i am not very sure sir if nawaz sharif would want to become prime minister again maybe uh just pakistan because a lot of people are saying that uh he is now looking to hand over his legacy to maryam the only problem is that uh, there is an element of impetuosity in uh, maryam hmm. you know you see that she she is quick to uh, you know uh, get fired up hmm. which is in some cases which is good and in some cases it can be a little disastrous yeah, okay, i know, i personally feel just to uh, i think um, nawaz sharif does want to come back and become prime minister just to prove a point to the judiciary ki wo kyun nikala wo hmm. harrods ki shopping to hogi nahi fir oh कुलकर्णीट Uh, foreign policy the what happened in goa what was needed was for the indian foreign minister to take the pakistan foreign minister to the beach and hold hands and and improve relations like that so no. mr kulkarni first destroyed vajpayee's government then destroyed mr adwani's career now he is hell bent on destroying mr modi it is mr modi's good sense that he keeps 
Kulkarni at an arm's length. Not at the an arm's length. The reason I'm saying, uh, you know, with Mr. Kulkarni is yes, uh, Sushant is right. So, uh, in the sense that um, Mr. Kulkarni helped uh, Advani write that book, book. on Jinnah, and yeah. that was the end of no, no, Mr. no, no, no not the book. He wrote that thing in that visitors' book. Advani wrote on the visitors' book when he went to Jinnah's mausoleum. Mausoleum. I think what pulled down Advani was that thing which he yeah, wrote in yeah, that visitors' yeah. book. Also, you see, very sad, well, very, very, very actually gave a compliment uh, to, to Jinnah. Jinnah that he was secular. That Correct. He, huh? he didn't write a book. He said that Jinnah was secular. secular. And he got his gyan from Sudhindra Kulkarni. So, let's not dismiss, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Kulkarni. The fact is that these were there were two people in Vajpayee's uh, PMO, which is Mr. Kulkarni and Mr. Dulat. Right? These were the two people who were in the PMO. I'm not saying, mm. and this is, this. The, I'm again saying that, you know, every time Mr. Dr. Manmohan Singh is blamed for his Pakistan policy, but it was a BJP government with Mr. Vajpayee, who's the icon of BJP Prime mm. Minister, of, you know, iconic Prime Minister. He's the one who had two people in his PMO who today say these things. With he Mr. also had Dula. Brijesh Mishra, but he also had Brijesh Mishra. Sure, he had Brijesh Mishra, but what is the point? You you have Mr. Dulat out there, and who's written a book along with, and you know he was in the RAW and then went as advisor to uh, the PMO, and then you had Mr. Kulkarni. Now these are the two people who advocate about how Mr. Modi is extremely wrong in this hawkish policy towards Pakistan and that not having talks is not the right thing to do and that India has a wrong foreign policy. So you tell me that we can look in hindsight now and say that PMO was wrong. But it was iconic. Tha na. Yeah, but look, look at this. Today, both Imran Khan and Bilawal Bhutto have clearly drawn the line. They have said unless you walk back on the 5th August 2019 changes, there will be no talks, no dialogue. Where is what wriggle room is left for diplomats and people to talk? They're telling you, "We have not talked about this until you restore 370. What are you going to do? Dullat Sahib will say, "Let's restore it." I won't comment on Mr. Dullat. Obviously, it's your responsibility. I understand. But this is a fight. There is no wriggle room left in Indo-Pak dialogue. Where is no, the wriggle I, room? Look, I, I think this is perfect. I don't. I agree with you 100%. I think this is perfect. We the, don't need the to Pakistanis talk to them. have boxed themselves into a corner, and I see no reason why we need to create space for them to wriggle out of that corner. Have you seen that uh, show, TV show, Diplomat? So, talk to everybody, talk to even the terrorists, talk to everybody, because that's what diplomacy is all about. See, you go and say, I want to talk to you. The guy says, I don't even want to talk to you. You look like a fool. They want to talk to you. Yeah, they want. That is posturing, bhai, that we will not talk till Kashmir is resolved. Because for no, them, not till Kashmir that is, is their dukti rag, resolving the sense of resolving now Article 370. Until you walk back. Yeah, unless yeah. You walk. So they want us to walk back on everything. They would want us to walk back right up till nah. yeah. everything. So, we would also want back. Nah? We also want to walk back. Ki POK nee, but karo. The talks thi thi na. Now what, uh, what Bilawal said, that India has changed the dynamics because of these changes in 5th August and therefore it is up to India to create the atmosphere for talks. And if we don't want to talk, hmm. they don't get it still. We Now, this is what it is. We don't want to talk. Now, you at one point of time, you said they don't want to talk also. No, they don't want to talk because of this. To us, it makes no difference because we are not going to change 
5th August 2019 sure. right and if they don't want to talk with us we are very happy not talking to them sanu ji neither for look, trade nor for talks hmm. look let's face it number 1 when you talk about uh, diplomacy you know uh, diplomacy is not an end in itself ke aap baat hi karte raho party karte raho you know you just keep interacting with people it is with a purpose right it has to be a, as part of a larger plan see uh, so, so shanti if, if there is no plan if you're a democracy and you you have this relationship that i will not talk it's not a mature way of of being a a superpower or a or a power or a country which aims to be a superpower way but smita, you know i won't talk to you you know no, it's but like smita, dekho, you're going back to what smita, if he doesn't want no, to no, talk no, to but you one second one second one second he will any day talk to you he's in such a situation today wo to sirf keh raha hai it's just posturing no, they are willing why, they why want to take face value yeah. no, why should i why should i give in to his posturing yeah. i want him to step off this high horse that he is climb theek hai number 1 number 2 this whole thing ke yaar you know you are a Can democracy and that you need to talk look number one very often people misunderstand you still have a mission in pakistan you. at different levels you huh. still have conversations going on huh. those conversations are still happening what is not happening is this this love fest which used to happen in the past right and if that's not happening good it's not happening number one number two uh, there is no structured dialogue of the sorts which was happening in the past now frankly from our point of view okay maybe at the back channel some people are talking they are trying to sort certain things out or at least keep you know the the business level of the relationship going for whatever that's worth yeah. but that's where it ends now if you want a political level dialogue then what are you going to do about it if you have red lines i have bigger red lines and you have not addressed any one of those do you think pa- the pakistan army can ever walk down when bajwa was there in march 2021 if i remember islamabad security dialogue he talked about changing geopolitics into geoeconomics he talked about let's forget the past and move we had the ceasefire on the loc pakistan also agreed to import cotton and sugar from india and this was signed on by imran khan as commerce minister when it went to him as prime minister he turned it back for a change the army was on board to have trade with india Hmm. Bajwa was in you know was uh, interested in this that Imran Khan because he felt left out and he felt that he is this superhuman guy are mere se nahi pucha how can you do this band karo isko nahi karenge so there is this one group no but sir I, from what i have heard uh imran was very much in the loop there were other people who were not in the loop koreshi koreshi and shireen mazari you know that doctor strange love of pakistan uh, a couple of other such people and when these guys kind of uh, got to know that you know when the ecc passed that uh, resolution and then they were going to go to the cabinet that is when shah mahmood qureshi jumped in this shireen mizari jumped in a couple of other people jumped in and no. they told imran ke yaar lutte jaoge agar kiya you know you will get wiped out politically this is not a sustainable proposition the fact is that imran khan is so kaan ka kachcha that smq and uh, shireen mazari can influence him on such important things yeah, yeah. absolutely he is see he, he sure has no cunning but he has zero intellect you know you can have a combination of the two very low cunning that you are very you know smart in certain shatir, things as you would say but hmm. ha shatir Sly. but but huh? intellectually completely vacuous Huh. which is what he is he is that you know okay so what is the way forward if i was to 
talk like this now ki you, what both of you are saying i mean you'd be considered hawks on pakistan many of them will say ki dekho ye to kehna hi tha realistic you see because unless and until the other person wants to talk aap border pe khade ho ke bolte ki main gal karni hai he says i don't want to talk to you how why is it that the international community is no longer harping if you you remember the 80s kaise piche pade hote the whether it is america whether it is the now i think india is in a different league different now equation no, no, change ho gayi hai totally yeah. india is in a different league what is pakistan yeah earlier we wanted to isolate so it but i want to ignore it is the most dangerous do you remember this the most dangerous place in the world and things like that nuclear powers yeah. talk they know it's not going to happen and that india is now into i mean you are look at the way your economy is going when did that change happen when 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 do you think that that we india crossed over at that stage where we say ki to hell with you humne tumhari baat sunni nahi hai whereas america you eu everybody accept that after 5th august 2019 kashmir is no longer on the table as far as india is concerned and the international community has accepted this now india has pulled kashmir out of the table as as dr jay shankar said the only thing is when pakistan is going to return pok to us so it has been accepted so they will not take a neek baat karni apne mat baat karo india has so much more to offer you know whether it is co whether it is g20 whether it is brics you know ric you were uh, to you were the president you know G20, you were the security quad you know, everything quad. yeah quad you know so the attention has changed for the us us is looking at china us is looking at quad looking at the, the indo pacific you know, those are more important what is china looking at sushant look before i come to china you know just on this whole geo economics thing if pakistan is talking about connectivity and then pakistan says connectivity between south asia and central asia etc etc south asia is what it's india but you don't have connectivity with india so your entire connectivity project goes for a six your cpec is not going to be successful until and unless it has an east west alignment as well wo to hai hi nahi so you are a bridge to nowhere right so all this talk about geoeconomics falls flat because pakistan's geographical relevance is just not there anymore it is relevant now in the context of india now that's not, a very significant thing that you're saying because all along pakistan map dekho na yaar has leverages it has leveraged it it can still do it if it gets into trade and connectivity with if india it, if it becomes a bridge between india but it leveraged its geo Uh, strategic uh, strategic significance. significance because of the entire Russia uh, Afghanistan. First, in the under Ayub Khan, it was against Soviet Union. Soviet, yeah. Then it became uh, when the Soviets invaded Afghanistan, it became against Afghanistan. Then again on the war on terror. So that was geographical. It's strategic location. Today, the that US location matters. No, and that was used in a very negative context. When you talk about economics, geo economics, then you are talking about something positive going forward. right something which actually gets you much longer lasting benefits but for that you need to get down your high horse i just hope people in the indian establishment understand i don't know if people even in sir tell me if i'm wrong aap log naksha vaksha dekhte ho kabhi you study a map because very often you know i see aap log bole to ra nahi nahi ra hi nahi but yeah, i come on yeah kyun mere ko aise hi what government of india is not going to say it. because yeah. very often i see people talk about stuff har ek office mein na map hota hai nahi nahi sir map to wo waise hi wo no no the point Aisa is wo jo cartographic the lowest of the low hanging fruit for pakistan is what you allow indian trade through afghanistan and afghanistani trade through the land border this is the lowest of the low hanging fruits but they are such dumbos And that despite that having said it 
it works for them more than it works for us see at the end of the day afghanistan is a 10 billion dollar economy 10 billion right that's the size of the economy kitni trade kar loge unke sath what will you get out of that what does afghanistan really sell or buy with what right but if those trade routes open up pakistan then the pakistanis benefit right but they want to cut their nose to spite my face i said please go ahead cut whatever else you want to cut right i don't mind and soon you will happen it will happen that afghanistan will develop a trade route through iran through chabahar you know and indian ships will go from mumbai chabahar ki to kab se sun rahe hain nahi but there have been problems, problems you know us sanctions and all there have been problems but i think things are reviving things are now. moving so, on that but pakistan is because it is so stupid they don't realize the benefits of just transit trade they don't have to do a thing hmm. trucks going from one side transshipment use pakistani trucks they make money both ways yeah to come back to the question on china what is how does china view this situation now look i think what is their interest i think the Chi- the chinese have a deep interest in pakistan right i don't think they're going to get it, give it up right now but i think they also have very serious concerns about pakistan now all this stuff which you've heard over the last two days uh, and other stuff which has been coming that now we are going to make a railway line from the karakoram it's not happening okay i can tell you why are you I, laughing about that come on yeah 62 billion dollars who's going to invest it's, in pakistan it's, it's not happening it's not going to happen yeah. plus if they make a railway line out there it presents fabulously juicy targets uh, in the event of a conflict right <laughs> and it just comes crashing and down before that yeah. what about the uh, the baloch and the ttp will they allow it will they allow it uh, or through their lands yeah. right so so uh, so all those announcements i think you take with a pinch of salt mm. but i think the chinese have a very deep strategic interest in pakistan i think they've given up those dreams of pakistan also having some economic value because as of now they've only sunk money in pakistan uh, the interesting thing and this is somebody uh, in uh, some official who whose assessment it was and i think he's right uh, if you look at what the chinese are doing they're not giving the pakistanis any money the way they used to in the past right they're not stepping up to the plate and saying that okay fine if you're not getting a deal with the imf i will step up and i will bail you out they're not doing it what the chinese are doing is what a shylock would do right they are saying okay let him her him everybody else come and bail you out then we will chip in once you are bailed out and you have the money to start paying us then we will come theek hmm. hai and the pakistanis uh, are in a very bad spot right now partly because now the chinese are no longer even observing diplomatic niceties with them you know what what the chinese foreign minister said in public yeah. when he was two days talk- ago just two with days bilawal. No, 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 ha, no. with bilawal no no with bilawal on the side between afghanistan uh. pakistan the trial trial yeah, tri- 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 openly get your act together what are you doing unless you know, this political instability yeah. is is not is i mean i never seen the chinese admonish hmm. Hmm. you know at the foreign minister level the earlier the uh, chinese embassy in islamabad had issued a diplomatic note when they were wrangling about the route yeah they had done that but that was a chinese mission here is the chinese foreign minister in islamabad telling them get your act together what the so, hell are you doing earlier sir you remember in the 90s i think the chinese president i think it was jiang zemin yeah. who had advised them it was in lahore if i'm not mistaken i think it was addressing parliament the joint session uh, of parliament either it was in lahore or the joint session i'm not very clear right now uh, but he had advised them that you know you need to start making up with india not in as many words but basically saying problems that, left over from history you know, and things like that need yeah. to be sorted out uh, they ignored that 
the problems only increased to their detriment now this guy has come and said that look you know it, you have this great internal stability and if you have this kind of a thing who's going to come to pakistan hmm. who will invest money in pakistan right uh, but this is in front of cameras what is happening behind closed doors is even worse, worse yeah. they are actually talking down to the pakistanis they are treating them like a client now wo hota nahi hai ki wo sahukar ke paas ek banda aata hai ki janab thode se paise de do type wale baat laat marta hai fir wo aayega nahi janab meri beti ki shaadi hai type you know that kind of shit is happening उटानी you know it's not happening we, historically we've always seen that the west steps up america steps up and bails out pakistan is bar kya hua because that time they, they needed the, no they needed the geographical location hmm. all the three times when us has bailed out pakistan is when they required the geographical location against the soviet union against in afghanistan on the war on terror now the us sees afghanistan in the rear view mirror and pakistan even further away the only interest in pakistan today is the nuclear weapons and terrorism to make sure that the terrorists you know don't uh, beyond that the us is not interested in either pakistan or in afghanistan and russia so, and what is the so russia thinks you see but the there's a change it. right yeah. in the in the russian so the russian is selling pakistan. oil it, it's fine for them but mm-hmm. they also know that the us uh, pakistan is giving ammunition to ukraine which is being used against russian troops hmm. and the russians are not stupid hmm. you know they also know this so let's see when the first tanker comes to karachi how will they refine it Then no, no, it won't be refined, sir. It will be a refined product will come. They don't have the capacity to yeah, refine. Yeah, exactly. They don't have. So the, I don't know whether it is crude oil or whether it is refined uh, product. The, refined products. Achha. They're going to be selling refined products. Okay. Which is why the the price which is normally being quoted, there's no clarity right now. Yeah. But whatever price is being quoted, I doubt if they're going to be selling it at that price because crude price is something and refined product refined price product is something, something completely f- different. And then of course the fact that it takes many days for that. crude to travel all the way yeah. uh, also has a price attached to it yeah, yeah, the, so the, the so if they are quoting 45 dollars a barrel i think that's nonsense that's yeah. that's not going to be the it's going to come price. at the end of the month we'll get more clarity on i won't be surprised because uh, you know the americans can be pretty ruthless when it comes down to it although aajkal they are more woke than they are ruthless but uh, <clears throat> given how much they, they have resisted बेलिंग आउट पाकिस्तान और यू नो गेटिंग इवन द आई एम एफ टू गिव दम अलियन डॉलर नॉट दैट दैट बिलियन डॉलर इज गोन टू चेंज एनी थिंग बट गिवन हाउ मच दे हैव रेजिस्टेड और दे हैव नॉट रियली स्टेप्ड अप टू द प्लेट आई सस्पेक्ट दैट दे माइट बी समथिंग एल्स विच इज मे बी दे हैव रिकनसाइल के इनको लेट दम सिंक लेट दम गो अंडर बिकॉज वंस दे गो अंडर देन मे बी वी कैन एक्सट्रैक्ट सर्टन अदर बेनिफिट्स आउट ऑफ दीज गाइज Uh, and of course why should we bail them out when they are so close to the chinese let the chinese put in their money now the chinese are saying let the americans put in their money to yahan par jaise babuon ke do between the cracks ho gayi na babuon ke beech mein nahi hota ye file wahan se sign karwao wahan se sign karwao wo dono ke beech mein baag rahe hain we also see we also see you know that ha so is pakistan falling between the cracks as what sushant is saying you know right now i mean both of us i think between us we, we are speculating at least 50 years of experience of looking at pakistan hmm I never seen Pakistan so bad. Officially, unofficially, <laughs> whatever. Okay. 
I've never seen Pakistan so bad yeah. because it's multiple crisis was being called a poly crisis. You have a political crisis, very severe political crisis. You have with constitutional implications. You have a judicial crisis. The judiciary is fighting amongst itself. There's a confrontation between the legislature and the judiciary. For example, Kenny Barry, the Chief Justice, has asked for records of the National Assembly debate to be summoned, and the National Assembly has retorted by telling the Speaker, "You convert the House into a committee, and we will summon the Chief Justice before us." And ask him to give the records of their deliberations on how they have arrived at the judgment. See, a parliamentary committee can do that. So yeah. they said the entire National Assembly Corp committee went on and let someone the Chief Justice. I mean, this is amazing. You had people have not recovered from the floods. The 30 lakhs people still living outside. You have a security crisis. The TTP is on the rampage. You know, so all these crises, and then the economic crisis, economic, It, and then sir, the institutional crisis, an army, which is. Uh, which is diffident, which is not able to assert itself the way it has in the past, in the past. And, and and the army has always seen itself as a sucker so, of last resort. If yeah, exactly. So this is what I was coming. Last resort का मतलब है कि एक कोई ना कोई तो military dictator आ ही जाएगा ना chief martial law administrator which they have. लेकिन संभाल पाएगा. With हाँ. all this crisis, what else? Uh, But what can the army do? The army has no expertise to run the economy. What can the army do in Pakistan? That they've always been the solution to no, any crisis. No, but if the solution has led to the problem far worse. No, no, but see, uh, the earlier problems were never as deep and as widespread as they are now. Hmm. So earlier there would be a political problem, the army would step in. There was an economic crisis or something, the army would. The economic crisis has never been as bad as this, right? This time, given all those crises which you know, Mr. Deveshwar has outlined. If the army steps in, and that might be the last resort, and it might happen in the next couple of days, for all we know, yeah. Uh, then the problem is, what magic wand does the army have to sort these matters out? Mm-hmm. Are they going to shoot at people? Are they? What are they going to do? How are they going to? How are they going to fix the economy? Uh, so, for fixing the economy, you need very, very deep structural reform, yeah. right? Very deep structural reform also will extend to the army. Okay, even if it doesn't extend to the army, it will, it will completely, uh, you know, upend and overhaul the complete economic system, which means a lot of those, uh, those, those rich guys who have been trotting all over the place are going to go under. It's going to cause massive disruption and dislocation, and then it will have a certain impact which will be felt in the rest of the polity. Then you have to fix. How are you going to fix the politics of the country? And then once you have intervened, then when you climb off that horse, we have seen in the past yeah. what has happened when the transition takes place after a couple of years to another civilian government. You again have a civilian government which is always looking over its shoulder. So the mess only deepens. The IMF will stop as soon as there is a military coup. Sanctions will kick in from the US. IMF will stop giving you funds. World Bank will pull away. How can the so the only solution which can take place may not be a military coup, but what's being called a technocrat government? You know, people they bring in, but their technocrat government experiment has not worked in the past either. Yeah, hmm. exactly. It has not worked in the past. Huh. Musharraf tried it initially. Yeah. He brought in a government of technocrats. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah. But yeah. look, even what will the technocrat? So the problem with the te- the problem with the technocrat is he has no connect with the people. Yeah. ओके, ही विल बी सिटिंग ही वो अपना बाई खाता खोलेगा वो बोलेगा ओके दिस इज हाउ गोइंग फिक्स द इकोनॉमी विदाउट वरिंग अबाउट ओके अ पॉलिटिशियन व्हाट ही विल डू इज 
you know he'll no, say no, okay no. fine let me cut a corner out here let me cut a corner there one thing also came in everybody said that he he's not a politician so it doesn't matter you have a technocrat who's sitting out here in fact there are many who think that even raguram rajan is hopeful that agar rahul gandhi prime minister banta hai to i will be the prime minister rahul gandhi mere piche baithega main technocrat many say that that's what raguram rajan's uh, uh, view yeah, is so if you say that you delusions know, to bahut logon ki hoti hai to it's okay the technocrat is fine thinking that he will become prime minister after some time the technocrat also becomes political because you know yeah he dr manmohan singh was the most underrated politician yeah, yeah, i feel yeah, yeah. you know he was a very very shrewd politician kehne ko he was a technocrat he was so even if, no, if the pakistan in- army brings a technocrat do you think that he will be disconnected with politics no 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 look to begin with yes no. you see a politician's biggest advantage is he feels the pulse of the people he knows what the people want kya karna chahiye look at even the shahbaz sharif government the imf was negotiations were going well then they gave a massive subsidy on fuel prices and the imf just pulled off abhi tak ninth review jo november mein hona chahiye tha we are coming to may and the june mein the program finishes the imf said nothing of the sort you've gone back these politicians are saying look we need to have something for relief for the people it cannot be a cut and dried program what you are telling us to do we have to give relief to the people but then the imf will not accept that so a technocrat will say as you said sitting in a air conditioned room you said no, no 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 this has to be done he doesn't have that pulse of the people and the people in the, are in, and in india's case when manmohan singh balked at certain reforms right because he thought that he will not be able to sell it it was narsimha rao who i really credit as the architect of the reforms right or the father of the reforms who actually said you go ahead do it let me manage the politics the congress party lost in 1996 partly as a result of the disruption which happened but they saved this country and i think that credit goes to the congress party and uh, to both dr manmohan singh as well as narsimha rao but without narsimha rao backing those reforms the way he did it they would have never happened but even then smita what many people forget is that pakistan has gone through that cycle 23 times or at least 13 times right in india's the case IMF. the first time it happened we kind of reformed and we moved forward the pakistanis have always taken the imf loan wo do teen tranche lete hain aur uske baad bolte hain ja theek hai ab nakki ho it's also this i think the mentality that indians have हमारी लोकेशन ऐसी कभी यूएस आ जाएगा कभी पाकिस्तान चाइना आ जाएगा कभी सऊदी आ जाएंगे अपनी रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी नहीं लेनी दे कॉन्ट रिफॉर्म देर ओन सिस्टम बट समबडी एल्स विल कम एंड बेल देम आउट इफ यू लुक एट सोशल मीडिया यू लुक एट पाकिस्तान टेलीविजन देर इज दिस थिंग दैट जो अमीर लोग हैं उन्होंने सबने अपने बच्चे भेज दिए बाहर एवरीबडी सेंट इफ यू कैन अफोर्ड इट यू सेंड योर चिल्ड्रन एक पैर बाहर है एक पैर बाहर है दैट्स वॉट ऑल द टीवी शोनिटीजल नेशनैलिटीज दे आर ऑल गोइंग दिटिंग अब्रॉड एंड दे आर कॉमेंटिंग अबाउट द सिचुएशन इन पाकिस्तान बट देर इज अ चेंज इफ यू नोटिस्ड इन सम ऑफ द टोनैलिटी 
दैट यू नो इंडिया के साथ हमारे रिश्ते अच्छे होने चाहिए बेहतर होने चाहिए आई एम नोटिसिंग द सेम पीपल हु वॉज सो विचिग हैव चेंज इन द टेलीविजन शोलीटली then we should trade after all we are the same one person even said you know i became uh, um, you know my grandfather converted uh, one generation or two generations ago i wish he hadn't so i want to go back and claim my heritage in india you know things like this they're meaningless because they don't really matter you know this is just too small but yes it is indicative conversely there are people in india again a very few who don't matter at the moment the dynamic is they are saying pakistan today is very weak we should perform, follow a much more aggressive policy towards pakistan ye baithe hai na hamare sath so you know you have this He's dynamic the one who says this, this no, no, is the amazing I, dynamic no. which is happening on both sides and i agree with you that there are people in pakistan who now suddenly are discovering their indian roots they want to play cricket smita smita and they want to alag ki matlab they are going back to the roots they writing I, to jaisha I don't that please uh, allow yeah, but, to but and, and if Jaisha was ever to allow it I'll curse him right I'll I'll curse him the worst curses if he was ever to allow it when you have the enemy on the mat slay him okay I'm very very clear and I'll give you the look I have not become what I am today I have not I didn't I was not born thinking like this right hmm. I came from a family my father who had very good associations across the border uh some which I inherited uh and really good ones right uh and and i there was a time when i got into this profession i actually believed you know things can work out until i realized better and my for me i think in many ways the cut off point was 2008 2611 hmm. that's when i said and 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 not just the attack the attitude of the pakistanis when they tried to cover it all up you know not contrite nothing and even when people said you know this is very bad they were being utterly insincere and dishonest when they were saying it they didn't give a shit they were all bloody celebrating i know it so that is that was my cut off point now my point is that you you know you always try and cut slack for them the moment you cut slack for them and they recover the attitude is the same, same. what it was before they you know before Because this mindset happened. you know the mindset has been so poisoned against india this is all tactical this is all upar upar se you know the punjabi compromise chalo chalo ye banda changa kar raha hai ode piche lag jao you know that is that they don't really baad mein dekhenge na baad mein dekh lenge inko abhi samjhota kar lo baad mein we will you know hum attitudes ki baat karte hain i have to speak about this you know I've, there are so many diplomats who when they are in service and when they do pakistan desk and all that wo hamare piche pad jate hain when we are journalists you know they get after us there's an article also you've seen how when india pakistan talks hoti thi you know there'd be one press conference that indians would have then there's another press conference that the pakistanis have and the dialogues were going on so we rush from one to the other to the other till the deadline of the newspaper shutting down and then whoever had the last uh, press conference that person got the upper hand so literally till page shutting time when this was before 24 hour news cycle they got the final word those very diplomats once they retire they become like from hawks they become doves that because there was an entire industry which catered to that 
आप चाहो प्रिया चले गए आप वहां चले गए आप जंकेट इंडस्ट्री नाउ दैट इंडस्ट्री हैज ब्रोकन सो नाउ यूर सींग द डिप्लोमैट्स हु टॉक्ड अबाउट इंप्रूविंग टाइज दे आर द वंस हु बिकम हॉक्स यू नो वेयर इज द इंटेलेक्चुअल ऑनेस्टी इन दिस एटलीस्ट सुशांत इज सेंग दैट ही चेंज हिज व्यूज बिकॉज ही इनहेरिटेड समथिंग यू नो एंड देन ही रियलाइज द ग्राउंड सिचुएशन ये तो इंटेलेक्चुअल डिसऑनेस्टी है दैट यू सींगउट अबाउट दैट द होल लॉट ऑफ दैम यू नो एंड so their attitude is you have to accept you must accept a contrary point of view that we need to have if india is to grow if india is to become a regional power you need to take your neighborhood along with you you need to have you know trade you need to have a flexible visa policy so they justify their position or their change in their position on this basis that we're talking what is good for india in the long term that if you want to become a regional power that this is what you must do well bilawal has no, also no, quoted but, that so, so neighborhood I, first should be inclusive no, of pakistan no, yeah. but but here is the problem you know when people say all this i i understand where they are coming from and i i can okay i respect their point of view but i want empirical evidence what is the empirical evidence do they have in justifying what they are suggesting right if you look at uh, the the data Uh, let's take 1990 as the cut off when india starts the economic reforms uh, and india was behind pakistan at that point of time True. right and 1990s also the 1991 also the point where uh, terrorism comes in a very although it came in the 80s in punjab but 1990s was like kashmir, kashmir punjab yeah. was already happening the pakistanis were also involved in northeast which very often does not enter our Figure national consciousness yes, correct they were all over the bloody place right uh now you look at the trajectory of the two countries from 1990 and our trade with pakistan has always been marginal yeah. right so we have achieved whatever we have achieved in the last 25 odd years regardless of pakistan regardless of pakistan yeah. how does it matter if india has to become a great power yes we must have good relations with our neighbors but with neighbors who want to have good relations with us exactly we should not and and this whole thing that no we need to suck up to pakistan because otherwise what does pakistan offer us in terms of connectivity let's talk about it i keep asking people it will connect us to central asia bhai kya kharidoge wahan se nahi nahi before that unless afghanistan is settled uh, how are you going to have connectivity to central asia right. you can't and you, you know, think you can have anybody will build anything through afghanistan at this stage maybe the central asians have something to sell us and pakistan is important in that context but it is not for me Yeah. and i can i can route it otherwise there, there are many efficient routes and people have actually uh, tried some of those routes uh, through iran and through other places to access the central asian markets and those have turned out to be uh, extremely profitable and viable so pakistan is not important for me in that context if so, i was to if i was to come back to imran and get it into the personality part you are obsessed with imran khan if yeah. <laughs> imran khan yeah, are, typical yeah, interviewed him uh, yeah, yeah, typical hindustani wala uh, jo patrakar if i was to come back to imran khan and bilawal ye kya matlab this is the accusation that all men make that mm. women journalists no no i'm not saying him. this as a woman journalist i'm saying as a hindustani patrakar yeah. ki hum imran khan pe 
हाँ तुम्हारी ऑब्सेशन है सब लोगों की Indian, I mean, uh, I'm sorry to say, I don't include you in that. Include but there is an obsession with Pakistan among the Indian journalist community. You remember that? You've breakfast? written four books on Pakistan, and you're telling me that, that I have an obsession. No, no, no. no, no I am not going to study Pakistan. Huh. Look at that breakfast meeting with Musharraf had in Agra. अच्छा आप कर रहे हो तो आप study कर रहे हो और हम report कर रहे हैं तो फालतू काम कर रहे हैं. नहीं नहीं but not reporting की बात नहीं कर रहे. Obsequiousness की बात कर रहे. Look at that breakfast meeting. किसकी obsequiousness है? Media की. Yes. Look at that that breakfast meeting that Tilak Deveshwar is talking about in Agra. Did in you Agra. see all these so-called doyans of Indian journalism? Yeah. They were like, you know, Pakistani journalists would not treat a military dictator with as much of subservience and obsequiousness the as Elbu. these guys did. Yeah. Hmm. And I I can name names if you want, but you know it will yeah. be a little embarrassing. They were falling over the man, yeah. Hmm. It was cringe. It was so cringe the way these are, you know, literally as though they were. Okay, I don't want to use colorful language. But it didn't happen this time in Goa. No, because he didn't call you. He treated the Indian media like shit. He only spoke to the Pakistani media. No, no, and also Belawal spoke he, to Indian media. No, he yeah, didn't speak to two. Uh, okay, but okay, he, he, he selected. Him. You know, they. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure the mission here would have selected who they wanted to speak to, hmm. but the but kind of Belawal's ball oh, his car is coming. No, no, no. You know, his car is coming, and he's getting off the uh, in the hotel, and he's entering the hotel. Twenty-four-seven, the live end of the T20 match. Hmm. A Chinese foreign minister came. Nobody knew where he came when he went. Hmm. Nobody saw the Russian foreign minister. But Bilawal ke liye sare cameras. But you realize that Indian media has been reporting for a long time. Yahan tak ki if you remember Xi Jinping ka Doordarshan pe Levin Jinping ho gaya tha bechara because nobody even now they say Xi Jinping or Mr. Jinping. In many they don't realize that you call them president or you do you say Xi you don't say Jinping but. This is it because Indian media, like uh, I'm sorry, but even uh, authors and specialists are focusing all the time on Pakistan. We have fought three and a half wars, four conflicts, if I may say, three wars on Kashmir and one war with Pakistan, which was not on Kashmir. We folk all the time. We have had Pakistan as our adversary. So obviously, everything about Pakistan is important, right? Yeah, but how much do people in India, despite all this obsession which people have, how many people actually understand that damn place? Arey, what is people's interaction? I went to Anarkali. I didn't take money. Man, you are a very big man. I gave money there. Money there. I didn't take money. Exactly. Ten rupees there is a new one, and you are willing to sell off your country because he didn't charge ten rupees from you. And people out here make the mistake of. Confusing personal relationships, and you can have very good personal relationship with a few people across the border, with, and then they extrapolate that personal relationship with a national oh, level yeah. relationship, ignoring all the muck which is there, you know, and that is what I I find. But strange. what do Pakistani journalists also did? No, they came to Goa and they said, "Kya badiya beaches hai? If you can't go to uh, the west, then Goa serves your purpose." But That's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. Goa me gun machana hai to Goa ne to back home. They have to file stories back home. That's a different thing. Ha. But I mean you will agree with this. But the they love also love Bollywood. The they love the love they affair love that affair. Indian media has no, for politicians. No, Pakistanis also have this. They love Shah Rukh Khan. They love Salman Khan. They love coming to Indian monuments, looking at it. I've seen them gushing about everything so Indian. So let's say the whole media. When, South Asia media, go bolen fir. But when the trouble happens is when it comes to Kashmir. When you talk about Kashmir to any Pakistani, it's their dukti rag. That is where all the divisions occur. And if you decide that that is going to be. 
the driving force of a relationship it cannot last with a pakistani then you cannot have a conversation but you can talk about bollywood you can talk about they love your bhujia they love your chaat you like their khana yaar i love mcdonald's i love burger king i like love uh, i love taylor swift i love uh, all many other american I, bands I mean, I american music i love her huh. right uh, I, so i there are many things about the west which i love in fact you know i i I actually identify with those things. Yeah. Right. I get. Does that mean. make me a Westerner? Hmm. I can have a conversation with somebody on many of these things, but does this mean that I understand that place? No. Does this mean I want to live out there? No. So you know, don't confuse that. No, no. That what no, I'm trying to say is that. जब हम कहते हैं ना कि obsession है, it's not an obsession. There are many people who have kinships with. With Pakistanis, they understand that both are and Pakistanis with Indians, and everybody says that that the common people, uh, whether in Pakistan or in India, certain part of it, you know, just North India, South India couldn't be bothered. They have nothing in common with Pakistan. They have nothing in common with Pakistanis at all. In fact, even the Pakistanis say that that we have more in common with North India, and South India is like a different country as far as we are concerned. So, when Punjabi will say the same thing for the Sindhi and the Baloch also. they have no connect with yeah them. yeah that's also true i mean uh, i think in some ways india pakistan is a punjabi civil war yeah in many ways and there are many in who say But in look, pakistan ki agar punjabiyon ko hata do from an equation uh, india pakistan can actually resolve their issues bachega kya fir no no but look again i go back to 47 bhai agar itni aapke acche relationship the itni pyar mohabbat tha which you keep telling us all That, oh, you, we we lived well. We were all. ये तो बाहर से कोई आ गया था. Myth making. It was your neighbor who was butchering you, right? And I I have seen people who I've been I've known one of my accountants uh, from another life. You know the stories which I've heard. He his father was a bank manager in Nowshera, which which is a big thing, right? This is a five year old kid. He had a one year younger sister. and the father had gone to wind up stuff in noshera in uh, kp to come back and the mob attacked this kid hid with his little sister in a corner and he saw his parents and grandparents getting butchered this 5 year old kid and somehow he made it to some camp right like the milka singh story also right mm. and this Can is a personal story this gentleman was my accountant You've seen stories like this. Now you want to forget it all and say no, no. Mm. But we were living in peace together. You were not. Mm. The moment you got a chance, you butchered each other. So don't give me that crap. You know that we were all. It was all very hunky dory. It wasn't. Yeah, it must have been among some people, but by and large, you had separate villages. You see, also the Muslim League propaganda. You had separate lives. Muslim League propaganda said that even when the contest was between two Muslims in forty-five elections, forty-six elections, their propaganda was. that a vote for a muslim candidate of the muslim league is halal hmm. and a can vote for a muslim candidate of the congress is a kafir yeah. so i am going to now come to the concluding remarks uh, so in conclusion where do you see india pakistan relations what do you see happening in pakistan now i don't see indo pakistan relations going anywhere unless and until pakistan walks back hmm. on the position that it has taken there's no wriggle room for diplomats at all to talk on any issue see on on pakistan itself we've talked about the current situation in pakistan which is extremely bad 
But you know, below this, which I've been writing and talking about, are the structural problems in Pakistan. It takes water. Is running out of water? My favorite topic. Education. Fifty percent of the children don't go to primary school. How are they going to go to secondary? And so it has a poorly educated or illiterate labor force. How will they compete in a globalized world? Economy. We have talked about population. is growing at over 2.4 or 2.5% as the results of the latest census are going to come out there are about 3 million people entering the labor force every year and unless and until the pakistan's economy or pakistan's economy grows at about 6 to 7% they cannot find jobs for these people so what happens to these poorly educated poorly educated people young people who are coming out into the job market so these are the deeper problems which nobody in pakistan is paying attention to So I see, even if they solve the current problems, the constitutional problems, the political problems, the economic problems, these Charles Sal nothing. What's going to happen to water? The yeah. China can't give them water. Nuclear weapons can't produce water. Yeah. There, as per Pakistan's own studies, by 2025, 26, the per capita availability of water will fall below 500 cubic meters, which is like drought-like That's conditions. That's an entire chapter in his book, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So you know, I see. Do something. Yeah. Nobody is thinking about it. So, uh, Sushant, uh, Tilak has spoken about what's going to be happen with Pakistan and the structural issues. I want to ask you in conclusion, uh, how is Kashmir reacting to this? How do they feel like betrayed by Pakistan? How do they see it? Kashmiris see it because it was always that Pakistan will bail them out, you know. So, what now? So, a couple of things. One, I think what happened, the constitutional reforms in 2019, have proven to be a game changer. i think that's a no brainer we honestly speaking uh, the audacity of what was done the reforms that were initiated uh, i was i was taken aback right uh, and frankly i i was really hoping that i hope they've thought this thing through but at that point of time a kashmiri pandit friend of mine told me that kashmiris uh, are very smart people and they can see which way the direction in which the wind is flowing hmm. right to thoda bahut hoga but everything will settle down and they will adjust to the new reality it seems that is happening there is of course there is a problem there will be an element <coughs> which will never reconcile but i think what you need to do in kashmir is to steadily marginalize those guys not give them the kind of space that people like mr dullat and others used to give in the past ki yaar theek hai inko paise dete raho so that they keep doing what they are doing nothing of the nonsense right uh, it's good that this government has cracked down on money laundering it's good that this government has cracked down on a range of other issues and that is the way to go so that uh, the only thing missing right now in that whole plan <laughs> is a, a a kind of a political revival or a revival of the political process but terrorism right? what about that yeah terrorism is Uska at a curve. very low level they've just hit on your yeah, 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 those things will happen i remember what i told you earlier be prepared for an endless war right this shit is going to happen it will happen so you have to be ready for that you have to continuously this asymmetrical keep, war there has to be some kind of reaction there people is, are the uh, uh, israelis have been doing it for 70 years correct, yes. have they got a result and they hit back even much harder than what we have been hitting back and yesterday it happened like last night uh, uh, the israeli uh, have the israelis have launched uh, another uh, project yeah so yeah. they'll keep doing it right yeah. they'll keep doing it the other guys will keep coming back wo kabhi chaku se marenge they will drive a car into somebody they'll fire a few rockets 
so israel i think is in an endless war we are in an endless war i think we need to internalize that reality uh, so that we can combat it if yeah. we keep expecting uh, that you know india will become a land of milk and honey and everybody it will be you know that utopia thing then frankly i think you need to go to a mental asylum that's not going to happen mm. so i think one is as far as kashmir is concerned i am very very clear that that is the uh, right. th that is the reality as far as pakistan is concerned i i i agree with what mr deveshwar is saying that it's not just the current crises it's also the deep seated crises which are mm. there right mm. uh, and they have absolutely no idea on how they are planning to address that mm. they neither have the resources nor the intellect nor the intention okay because out there everything is agle hafte do hafte three weeks that is their basically their time frame i'll just take a tow you know get see today off then we'll see tomorrow yeah. another ha huh, tomorrow is another day and and they take it right to the wire before they back off right uh, but on the india pakistan uh, thing i think it is very clear to me that the pakistanis are geniuses in not missing any opportunity to miss an opportunity <laughs> and what they do is that they they go for broke at every time when they are talking to india they will go for broke right and what happens is that they take positions and whatever might be a possible solution or might be on offer to sort out certain problems is off the table after that when they come back to the table what was on offer in the past is no longer on offer mm. so for example uh, and i don't want to go back into history because now you're winding up but what was on offer during this Manu, uh, Mush, musharraf manmohan singh era what ambassador lamba and others have written about i don't think that's on offer anymore hmm. that's not on offer they've lost that opportunity yeah there might be something on offer right now right i, I don't want to talk about it but there might be something on offer right now if they want to accept it and i'll say something very very strange right uh, and very counterintuitive everybody says that nothing will happen before 2024 i say the only window of opportunity the pakistanis have right now where they can get a deal that they might be able to live with is before Ma february march 2024 because once the elections happen then even that is off the table indian elections yes, is talking even that is off the table ah you think there's a political capital i'm um, writing on it so you can read my article but there might be political capital if they agree to a deal uh, which uh, india will also reconcile to and they can also reconcile to otherwise Peace with it's pakistan all... has never won an election for any prime minister no, in no, india no 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 but dekho na ek minute but agar ek aap settle kar dete ho ek cheez right even though i don't think it will finally settle hmm. but i'm just saying that it's probably a 0.01% chance but there is if there is a window you have it till then after that what is on offer right now is not on the I table i disagree so no, no of course you can look look what happened with my, i'm trying to be provocative even i want now, to disagree even now every time pakistan has spoken about or anything happens the first thing they're saying is kisne bola tha um, modi ji ko ki wo jaye nawaz sharif ki beti ki shaadi pe jaye kisne bola tha yaar dekho so you know he has not been able to live down or at least the party has not been able to live down that thing that he made that effort he invited nawaz sharif yeah, he went so which to is why Lahore. which is why they blew that opportunity the pakistanis in pathan kot yeah right they have a slim opportunity in my this is my analysis they have a slim opportunity till about february 
other then you know you actually go in the they uh, slim opportunities the, even if they take that opportunity which you are suggesting even if they take it they don't control their bats they don't control ye jo bat action hota hai unka they don't control it it will happen bilkul sahi baat hai chahe pulwama ho kupwara ho kahin pe bhi ho they can't control it so you know i i i think that today shahbaz sharif is in such a weak position he cannot afford to expend any political capital on any sort of शरीफ ड Imran Khan will go after him and we will do rile the religious party Imran Khan to is going into jail the religious na? parties will get after uh, Shahbaz Sharif wo dekho see my, my my own sense is uh, and like i said i'm saying that this is a long shot but this is the only shot because once you go into an election and if this current dispensation comes back to power in india in 2024 they can then forget everything for the next is five, off the table 5 years they can forget it then they can there's nothing on the table uske baad pata nahi ye kya karenge right mm-hmm. so that is why i'm saying that yes pakistan is weak pakistan is not going to become america tomorrow or next year or in the next 5 years also does right? it even matter they are only going to become weaker look at the trajectory india is going like this pakistan is going like this right the trajectories have changed yeah. completely so it's not as though 10 years from now the pakistanis will be our equals i think that train has gone hmm. that's left the station so they have to understand that there might be something on offer to them right now and then modi can use it uh, rather than you know pillaring pakistan he can use it to enhance himself and use it as you know you remember uh, 99 uh, elections when uh, before kargil happened what was vajpayee's uh three point agenda bus to uh lahore, ba- lahore budget uh and there was one more i think uh, bus budget and i don't know one more one more b right it was a 3b kind of that was the agenda the bus went to kargil and dropped on the cliff so they kind of completely changed and then they it made it bbk right uh but but what i'm saying is that Vajpayee tried to change the entire narrative by saying that peace actually becomes an election uh, thing for me. It didn't happen then. Yeah. It again, I can see the skepticism on your face, no and way. I completely understand it. Politically, But, no. Yeah. Pakistan politically peace with Pakistan or moves towards Pakistan. No Indian Prime Minister after Vajpayee will wo- risk it. टेबल 
they won't not only will they not see it so this the, is the future the indian prime minister will not make that move is because no indian prime minister can make that move the indian prime minister was ready to make certain moves which were being discussed on the back channel ha on the back channel right? when but now with four or five assembly elections and a uh, general election which is coming Do you think that anybody wants Pakistan egg? Pakistan कितनी mention हुआ? नहीं हुआ but what I'm saying is अगर हो जाता तो it would become big ना हाँ तो अगर so अगर I don't हो जाता you're talking about Rajasthan which is also a frontier state which goes into polls so there is anyway let's see how things uh, yeah twenty six eleven did not affect the twenty six eleven did not affect the elections which were happening while twenty six eleven was happening yeah correct that's true right so yeah so just to sum up what about Pakistan in one line the challenges in pakistan today are beyond the capacity and the capabilities of the pakistani leadership to resolve they just don't have the vision they don't have the ability Modi to solve. Ji ko bula le. <laughs> so that is the dynamic that is the and nobody has a vision neither imran khan nor shahbaz sharif nor bilawal have any vision what solution are you going to do for the no complex vision, no problem no capacity yeah what the complex problem that you have so this is the situation of pakistan is in today okay thank you so much gentlemen as i said my repeat performance guests so uh, viewers listeners uh, please do like subscribe on whichever channel you have seen this uh, namaste jai hind